to do? I'm gonna go to another radio station, another show? No, just listen. Anybody. Bass back. <laughs> All right. And Dawn. You when you're bumming cigarettes, there's two things you don't want. A stupid menthol or a cloak. The Rob, Anybody, and Dawn Show. Well, there's a lot of uh, positive reaction to yesterday's show. It was interesting. There was a lot of uh, zest in Rob's style. Yes. Um, he <laughs> definitely had the the punch drunk type of uh, type of reaction to things. For sure. Um, it it was, was contagious. It was. It was fun. <laughs> um, and we actually got some uh, reaction email to that. This is uh, from Adam. Hi, Adam. Rob, I'm watching the portion of the show I missed today, and Dawn is wonderfully describing how her bodily smells are changing. <laughs> And that when you go into the bathroom after your grandma and it smells funny, it's because of her bad down there smell. And she thoughtfully offers to let us all know when she gets a gray and bad smell down there. And Kyle let out a fake dry heave noise. I am starting to like the kid more and more. Thank you for a great Monday show. Thank you, Adam. Yes. Whenever we get the opportunity to talk about Dawn's down there smell, uh, we always revel in that opportunity. Oh my God. We also got this uh, email from Matt. Hi, Matt. He says, hello from Alabama. Alabama. Hey. I've been on vacation since October 13th, visiting friends in a suburb of Atlanta, as well as visiting a family friend in Auburn University in Auburn, well, Alabama. Right, but Atlanta's in Georgia. Hmm. Is there an Atlanta, Alabama? Let's go to the Google Okay, page. you know, I don't know. I don't know. I don't think so. But I mean, they're all right there next to each other, right? <laughs> Yeah, Kyle, can you give us a geography lesson? You, you recently said that Lathrop was by Fresno. Is that Was that yeah. true? Yeah, it's on the way to Fresno, and apparently if you look far enough above on the state of California, it is close. Yeah, it's like it's like a finger's length. Right? Uh-huh, that's or, right. Yeah. It's not far. <laughs> what is it? We're looking for what, what city? Not Alabama. We're looking for... Let's see if there's an Atlanta in Alabama, because he said he's vacationing in Alabama, and 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 with a friend outside of Atlanta, yeah, which is no, in Georgia, it doesn't look like there is an Atlanta. Yeah, and no, they're, but no, they're all right there. Right? They are right there. There Isn't are it? flights from Atlanta to Alabama, but no city of Alabama named Atlanta. But it's drivable, aren't they? Right next to each other. God damn it! <laughs> I'm trying to envision them. Hey, the only southern state I care about is Texas. <laughs> that's not true. I love the whole south. Yeah. They're they're neighboring. They're, right. they're, neighboring. they're neighboring states. They are. They're so close. You're right. Yeah. It's like a it's like a trip to Disneyland from Sacramento to L.A. I think. There Could be go. wrong. It's like yeah. a finger's length, like Kyle said. It is. Like from Lake to Fresno. It might be a finger and a half length. It might yeah. be like a whole inch right. on the map. <laughs> There you go. Which is like four hours. Uh, well, hours. Matt is hanging out in Auburn, uh, Alabama, and it has been an awesome, awesome being able to catch up to the live show on Rad TV that has been starting at eight or nine a.m. depending on where I was. So it's right there on the time zone change as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, I I always like. Let's try that one more time. <laughs> Take I, two. I always have to catch up because I'm a working American and I don't work from home. I also don't have a boss that allows me to watch it while working. Well. Just quit that. Damn boss. What are you doing? Ah, That's a a mean boss. Even though it was bad radio all last week, it elevated my mood with the positivity that the show expressed and helped put a smile on my face. Last week was great with Brando leading the team. Thank you. I'm so proud of him, and uh, he just keeps getting better. I don't know about today. I'm sounding a little off. I'm I'm probably at 70% today. (laughs) We'll see how this goes. You got it. Thanks, sir. But I don't think I laughed so much with all the dead air laughs and reactions that Rad TV blessed us with yesterday during Monday's show. 
This is why we all miss you, Rob. Maybe you should take more time off because putting out fires that were started while you were away is great comedy. (laughs) I think tired, sick, punch drunk Rob is just a level above shut up Rob. Yes, that's that's a good comparison. You guys most definitely raised my mood and I I am forever grateful for your existence in my life. Y'all, I can say that now since I've been, y'all, I can say that now since I've been in the South for over a week, right? (laughs) Make a difference with or without Rob, and I can't wait for the new transition to the FM station that I still haven't programmed in my car stereo. Well, you better get on it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it should be number one on the presets, 104.7 FM, or if you're old, you can go to 890 AM. <laughs> That's just kind of a joke, because most right, old yeah. people listen to AM. I-, I know that my grandparents listen to AM. Oh, my God. Yeah. Well, there- That's all there used to be, right? The, I don't well, know. Throwing out other things. I don't know about that <laughs> history. I should. I yeah, should was that. there AM first? Yes. And then FM. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because FM was like the new thing. Kyle and I like, are racing to the Google this? kit. Yeah. Um, well, 890 AM is the other station that we're going to be on. It's basically a simulcast of 104.7 FM. Uh, we're coming back to the Sacramento Airwaves on Monday, November 13th. There is currently a Spanish station playing on 104.7 in FM and 8.90 AM, but they will be getting a new home, and then we will be moving into their digs. Woohoo! Nice. Yep, so just for anybody who's curious, AM method of audio transmission was first successfully carried out in the mid-1870s, so it's old Dang, as hell. Good lord. And then FM was developed in the United States, mainly by Edwin Armstrong in the 1930s. So it's been around forever, too. It's almost been 100 years since we've had FM. Yeah. And it's, I feel like radio... <sighs> There's still something so organic, and it it has more of a connection to people than any other medium. It seems because it's like it's odd. It's happening now. It's it reminds especially me, live radio. Yeah, it reminds me of no matter how many streaming services I have in the apps, and I watch a lot of that stuff. I still want to be able to turn on like traditional cable. Right. I don't know. I still want those <laughs> channels. Yeah. I don't know why. There's just this comfort to it, and for some reason. I feel like I'm more connected with the world that those are there. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's strange. So I think that that's kind of what radio's become is like a comfort maybe for people. No, it definitely yeah. is. I remember having a little tiny FM radio that I'd sleep with when I was a little kid, and I put it on the side of my bunk bed next to my stuffed animals. And it was so comforting. <laughs> and it, like just the crackle of the sound and everything coming through the radio airwaves and everything just kind of helped put me to sleep. So yeah. I, I get that comfort. I, I do. And it was the extension to the entertainment industry. Obviously, all the music that you loved was being played on on radio, and the DJs had some sort of weird way of gravitating you towards that style of music, and so you'd relate to the DJs, and then they ultimate, then there'd be like talk shows like us where we could just be like a fan, another extension of the family. Yeah, um, It's just uh, it's a cool organic thing, and I remember recording music from my radio oh onto my a cassette God. player. <laughs> yes. You have to wait till the DJ's done talking. And, and usually like, he's talking over the lead so he yeah. can hit the post as Rob has, uh, has uh, demonstrated on the air. And I've always hated that because, right, you're trying to record. It's like, shut up. God, I want that intro <laughs> yeah. to Stabbing Westward. Uh. I, that, that was the first song that I ever recorded on tape. The, uh, uh, whatever the Stabbing Westward. So what, I don't know. Um, wait, 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 Stabbing Westward? Stabbing Westward, they had a their one big hit. They were kind of a one-hit one wonder. One-hit wonder. Had, they had a couple of other hits, but that's yeah. a really, they're such a good band. Um, I can't remember the name of the song. 
Anyway, <laughs> um, it's uh, Rob is not here, as you could tell. There's there's kind of a void. Obviously, you would have heard more of Rob since we're already. <laughs> That would have been odd, right? Yeah. Um, <laughs> just sitting there quietly. Yeah. So I he, just realized you put Horace, his dad, back in the guest chair. Yeah. I mean, I well, love it. It yeah. just makes me makes me feel so comforted. Yeah. And at it home, does. he's just he just brings a uh, he brings a classiness to the studio. He mm-hmm. does. Yeah. He's <laughs> usually sipping on uh, champagne in the morning. Out of boy, classy. I love that. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> um, so Rob is taking a uh, an extra day off. He came in a little bit earlier today, and uh, he didn't sleep well at all. So uh, it just seems like he had overextended himself yesterday. Um, so he's going to take a little bit of extra time. He might pop in later. Um, no promises. But guest we, appearance. We might get a guest appearance. <laughs> he might pop in at any given time um, and scare us all. But uh, <laughs> Aww, that'll happen. Um, it is Tuesday. It's not just Taco Tuesday. Oh. It's Tech to You Tuesday. Yeah, oh, that's yeah. Right. On Rad TV at uh, members.radradio.com. Uh, Ian, our buddy over there, he's the general manager at Tech to You. Uh, he hosts it each week, and it becomes a podcast uh, the very next day on all your podcasting platforms. Uh, but he'd all, he does hosts it all live, and you can email any questions you have about your tech-related issues, um, or if there's a scam that you're worried about, um, or oh, God, so you know, many of those. All you got to do is just give somebody your phone number, and <sighs> you know, you they could just fish for it. Anybody can grab it from yeah, a and, marketing, oh, really? like a market. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Kyle is writing down ideas. Me? No, I wouldn't do such a thing. No. I, my, my pops, my father-in-law lives with us. Yesterday, he's like, I don't know why I keep blocking these numbers, right, mm-hmm. when it turns out to be. And he can his phone will alert him, right, like unknown call or this or that it'll say. And he doesn't. Potential scam. He's learned not to answer yeah. or let it go to voicemail. And if they leave something, then it was somebody he knew or whatever, right? But um, he's like, I don't know why I block them. I'm like, I know, because I feel like they know your number already, so they're just going to call you back on a different number. Exactly. <laughs> You're just yep. forever uh-huh. blocking and blocking. And when you answer, if uh, you ever answer those 800-866 numbers or whatever, um, it's, it always starts with like some kind of weird tone or a pause. Like high, high, obviously, there's like a pause because somebody's like, you know, oh, they got one. You know, it's just like, I, I just imagine a big phone bank and they're just yeah. waiting yes. for, the, for the light to light exactly. up. Exactly. <laughs> um, I, I, I like avoid those... I would say 99% of the time I am not answering any number I do not know at all whatsoever because they'll leave a message if it ends up being mm-hmm. someone I know or someone we're doing business with because I don't even want them. I'm so paranoid. I'm thinking like AI, this or that. They're recording my hello. Mm-hmm. They're getting, you know, they're going to, then they're going to turn my voice into saying other things. I'm like, uh uh-uh. not even giving you the opportunity. Like I'm, I'm paranoid of saying <laughs> like, uh, yes. Like if they get a uh-huh. recording of me saying yes, then right. like they could, they could pose as me easily and, and, activate whatever they want right see i get excited when they call because i like to have backup stories you know that whole meerkat thing i do where oh. i just create meerkat stories it's always good to mess with people because if they're scamming you might as well scam them back a little I bit i know but i don't i don't know if you should do that moving forward because didn't ian say and there's like a new thing where they're recording our voices so they're getting your oh. voice on a recording and then they can have your voice say anything. Okay, so, so I just need to tweak my voice a little bit and maybe I, do a certain different voice. But correct me if I'm wrong, Kyle. Did you do this over text? Yeah, Was I've it done over it a... over text. Okay. But I so, have yet to different. do it over a voice okay. recording. Yeah. I, I don't usually pick up those numbers either. Good. I usually fast okay. forward them. Yeah. But if I build a story in my head and I have like a script I can go off of, that would be ideal so I can mess with the scammers even more. Uh, yeah, just don't, I don't let them get your voice. Yeah. And I used to answer... You know, hi, this is Dawn, if it was unfamiliar. Now, like I said, I don't even answer. I'll go, what? 
It's not bad. So uh, Ian will be answering uh, questions. If you have a, a weird question like that about scams and, and phone numbers that you probably shouldn't be answering, um, he's also going to be answering some tech news topics. He's going to be talking about some tech news topics, um, uh, considerably the 23andMe data breach uh, that just happened. Did, uh, you, did you hear about this? No. Have, has any of you, have any of you submitted your DNA? No, I refuse. No. I'm too uh -oh. paranoid. Well, I, is, is it because you, you're thinking that they're going to make a robot out of you in the they're future? They're going to use it for evil. That's what I, I yeah, thought. I don't want to do it. I, I mean, I've been interested, but I'm not because of that. No, okay. I don't trust it. Yeah, and I know what my lineage is, I think. So I like telling people I'm yeah. Icelandic and part German and <laughs> Irish and all that. So I don't, I don't really care. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. I mean, you know, obviously families only know what the family before them and the family before them and the family before them mm -hmm. told them, right? Mm -hmm. So, yes, that's, that's what I'm sticking to. I, I, I don't want my DNA on file somewhere. Right. Like willingly giving my DNA. No, thank you. No. <laughs> and I just that's just stupid. Uh, Sorry if you've done that. I just personally would find myself stupid. And I I know somebody who might have done it, <clears throat> not me. Um, just to dig down that that rabbit hole. I just wanted to try it out. Like I I am worried about all of those things too. Yeah. But I just don't think that it's gonna have such great implications on like my my future. Yeah. But but I don't know. I don't, I, I, I don't, I, the, the world is so evil. I just don't trust it. That's fair. Yeah. <laughs> just so don't, don't give it any of your fluids. <laughs> yeah. Right. Uh. Uh. Not right. willingly. Yeah. Right. And like, um, I would understand like if I was someone who was maybe adopted or didn't know who my like was, just wasn't with my original family. I can anyone. I don't want to say all of them, but a good, the statistics are very high when you're adopted or, or foster or whatever it is. You do want to know. You might love who you're with and you deem them your family, mm -hmm. but I think it's ingrained in all of us, right? We want to know our story. Yeah. And so I, and now there's so much out there to tell you your story where before you'd have to like kind of have to dig deep and, mm -hmm. and go to the Google cave or library, whatever <laughs> the time of life you were doing it. So that could help you give that edge. So I do understand that for sure. Yeah. That specific, that's a specific example. Yeah. But yeah. I, so I, I did it because I got a discount. It was like a <laughs> gift card for the holidays. And there's that. Yeah. It, so it roped me in and I did it for about yeah. three months. And it's just this rabbit hole. You, you just have to keep searching and keep searching and keep connecting dots yeah. based on like all I have is information to my grandparents. I don't have anything like great grandparents. I'm, I'm not familiar with, so I had to go searching for all that stuff. Yeah, um, oh. and it just keeps spiraling, and and it just keeps going deeper into history. And then you get to this point where you're in like the 1600s. Right. You have to buy an extra package so oh, that you God. can oh. look at your lineage oh. outside of the U.S. because it's only yeah. in the in I mean, the greater U.S. that they go back to. That is interesting. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. See, I get lucky. I have a great-grandmother that was a genealogist, so she tracked Ooh. everything. And I have every I have a binder, like this stack, on both sides of my family uh, that tells it, all the history. Is she the one that's Mormon? Uh, she is. I have two, so that's the, the great-grandma, so it's the um, mother of the Mormon grandma, they're, yes. They're so, they're so, I love that about them. They are so into that. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. You want to know your family? Become a Mormon. Like, they... <laughs> I mean... They, they're so big. They, they have found all this stuff stuff like even before this technology was yeah. available they have a huge library full huge. of all I mean, of their it, history it, yes yeah. yep. one of our them. one of our family members uh became a mormon late in life because her husband was and she was saying oh my gosh like on his family all the just everything mm -hmm. that is known 
and the vast knowledge that they have. Well, uh, genealogy. Well, this is the longest uh, promo for Tech to You Tuesday ever. Um, <laughs> but he's gonna uh, Ian for Tech to You is gonna talk about the data breach and how it happened. And uh, as Oof. you could tell, as demonstrated, we've we have a lot of information out there, and we're all given our our DNA willingly. So what does a data breach like that look like and how does it affect you? Let me tell you one of the other good things though for law enforcement, because you know, I watch cold case files. I love those. Well, I love all murder mystery and all that kind of stuff, but cold case files, one of them because they're finding people because family members went and did this stuff and they're able to then find the killer. Right. And I mean, so that's kind of cool. <laughs> it is yeah. cool. Yeah, you know. didn't, didn't they do that with the uh, the Sacramento yeah. uh, killer? I can't even remember his, his surname yes. or whatever. Uh, yep. But he's like this old dude who was, who was convicted for murders from like 50 years ago? Was yeah, that the one that happened like that. in the Bay Area yeah. too? The Zodiac Killer or something like that. We got to have know. some murder mystery podcast listeners out there yeah, that can help correct all of this. That retain all of that yeah, because I'm watching the newest episodes of these cold case files on, um, it's on Hulu. And um, there, there was just a random guy who had murdered some people and one of his family members. So it wasn't like a well-known serial killer or anything, right? Just someone who had committed murder and one of his family members went and did this stuff and that's how they found him. Well, maybe this data breach for 23 and me is like the justice league and they're trying to catch all the serial killers in one yeah. fell swoop. Yeah. Um, <laughs> this email just came into RAD at radio.com from Andrea. Hi Andrea. This is Dawn. I used to think the same thing about giving, willingly giving up my DNA, but you know, they already have it. If you ever had a blood draw or surgery or donated blood or anything really, I got over it eventually. Is that true? Do they just hmm. hold on to your DNA yeah, from all of that to stuff? Sit in a tube in a file somewhere. I don't know. It's just, it's too much. It's just seems it's too much. Then they also have on file everything there is to know about my family. I'm willingly let them know that. Yeah, and that's a it's a direct deposit for DNA because yeah. I'm sure it takes some work to get DNA out of blood if it's just like stored or if you have your surgery. Are they are they doing DNA tests every single time you take a blood test? That yeah, doesn't, that I doesn't don't know. Yeah. Um, well, text you Tuesday on Rad TV <laughs> at members It's all evil, <laughs> right, Don? <laughs> I mean, there's so much good with it, but you know, there's always the other side. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh. Uh-uh. Uh. So, uh, since Rob is out, we are still going to uh, participate and win Rob's change. Woohoo! Uh, since the the clues have now turned into higher or lower, Much easier. Um, so it'll be a lot easier for for me to keep the ball rolling. Although, what do we do if we don't if we get a winner during the next round? Ooh, do we, we have to, to make do, it up? Do well, I don't oh, have access to the change. He yeah. takes his whole like he takes his big um, <laughs> Scrooge <Satchel>. McDuck <laughs> satchel of. of Coins with him everywhere he goes. I know where he hides it. Oh my okay. God. You don't think he took Kyle. it back with him? No, I think he hides it in a sneaky spot. I've had to get it a few times. Okay, all right. Well, maybe I would. I knowing that Kyle knows that, I would pick new sneaky spots. <laughs> what? No, it's, just, it's it's hidden like in plain sight. Oh, okay. I, I, you're huh. getting, giving us some clues. Uh huh. Yeah. That. All right. Um, well, if you win Rob's change, we'll figure it out. I'll text him, and I'm sure that he'll be able to answer, and we'll, we'll get this thing figured yeah, out. But I'm sure it's covered in the rules. We are going to move on to win Rob's change, and first we start with our email from the uh, Chris the Princess spreadsheeter in the gay area. Bay area. It says, John's guess at 9.30 yesterday was a good one, and when combined with Rob's clue, the number of valid guesses left inside Carl, the spreadsheet, is all the way down to 2,251. 
This means that today's 6.30 contestant has a uh, 0.044% chance of picking the right number and winning this round of the game. For comparison, it is 100 times more likely that a male high school student has ever used meth. Oh, oh. Oh, meth? Damn. Don't do meth. It's, oh, my God. That'll mess you up. Oh, it's sort of the worst one. <sighs> oh, man. Oh, Woo. that's awful. Let's win Rob's change. Caller 18 right now gets to guess the exact amount of change in our bucket. If you know the dollars and cents, you win that amount. Caller 18 gets to win Rob's change right now at 888-989-9811. Rob. Anybody. And Dawn. The Rob. Anybody. And Dawn Show. It's a bad radio day. Wait, isn't that every day on this show? And now, back to the Brandon, Anybody, and Dawn show. This is the Stabbing Westward song I was talking about. Oh, okay. It's called Save Yourself. I should have remembered that. Yeah, this was a one-hit wonder, right? Well, I I think they had a couple of other hits, like a couple of releases, but this is their, I think, the song they are best known for. And you're like, Uh, waiting to record it. Yeah, man, thank you. I I just needed to remember that. Um, (laughs) And we were also tra- talking about um, oh, we we're talking about uh, the serial killers and oh, finding yeah. them through DNA testing, and we thought, oh, who did that here locally? And that was the Golden State Killer. That's uh-huh. it. Yes. Oh his my God, huge gra- story. His granddaughter did it, and uh, producer Nick wrote in. Yay, Nick! What up? He said BTK. He was also one ah. of the uh, I think the Bay Area killers um, out as well. Yeah. Um, mm. Let's see here. Yeah, I don't feel like the cold case files. I feel like they cover more of like someone uh well the ones i've seen so far i haven't seen every single one someone commits murder and i mean 20 they're obviously because it's a cold case mm-hmm. 20 30 40 50 years goes by and it's just amazing now with all the new technology it's like yep. <laughs> knocking at your door you thought you got mm-hmm. away with it so uh <laughs> that all came up because on tech to you tuesday today uh ian from tech to you is going to be hosting his uh his weekly show um, and it's going to become a podcast on tomorrow. So you'll have uh, 24 hours to watch it on Rad TV, or you can watch it live Yay. today starting right at 10 a.m. Um, we were talking about the, the breach of the 23andMe uh, uh. data breach and the, uh, all those DNA tests that have, uh, we don't know what's happened, and, and we're gonna, he's going to talk about how you can prevent it from happening to you. Um, we Not all brought if you're up 23andMe. <laughs> it already happened. We brought up, that's <laughs> like, <laughs> true. Uh, we brought up Mormons and how, yeah. uh, how impactful the family tree is to them and how important it is. Uh, Laura wrote in and said, I was raised Mormon, now recovering, but I still remember a primary song I was taught about genealogy. It was a big part of who they are. They have their own theme song to uh, genealogy for Mormons. I didn't Uh, learn that. Laura, you should uh, call and and sing the song for us (laughs) after we play When Rocks Change. The best things in life are free. We're gonna help you pay some bills and fees. When Rocks Change. Your best guess and estimate the calculation in rough star of change. With rough change, what I want. With rough change, what I want. With change. I wonder if it's the same with Mormons. I'd also want to ask her if she calls back with her song. If it's the same as when you're covering from being a Catholic, of where like I will still absolutely go into a Catholic church. There's just something comforting about it mm-hmm. and mass and all the pomp and circumstance. And like, yeah. even though I'm not a practicing Catholic, 
I feel like I'll always there'll always be that Catholic inside of me. Yeah. And oh, I'm wondering yeah. if that's how it is um, with those that how she said she's recovering from being a Mormon. So even like yeah. that big cross with Jesus on it doesn't freak you out at all. No. no? I oh beautiful. man. <laughs> <laughs> and that could be scary as a kid. It right? is yeah. because a lot of that's right. I, I mean, it's a, lot a, of the it's Catholic a torture church, scene. It's like it really is. He is prominent right up front there yeah. the blood hanging but like that means so much i remember walking into a non-catholic church and i'm like where's jesus there would just be the cross <laughs> right there would just be the cross and i'm like these people don't believe in jesus there's only a cross <laughs> uh we're, we're playing when rob's changed still i think uh rob your caller 18 rob is this rob williams <laughs> Uh, no, it's not Rob Williams. No. Okay. All right. Uh, well, Rob, if you can uh, guess the amount in win in uh, win win Rob's change, uh, you will win it. What's your guess? Let's go with three hundred sixteen dollars and twenty four cents. That that abides to the roots. Yeah. And, let's see. Well, that looks nope. good. Oh, you lose. Oh, man. $316.24 is too high. Damn. Oh. That's your clue. Your uh, $316.24 is too high. <laughs> we'll try uh, playing Winrop's Change again at 9.30 this morning. Uh, Mark wrote into RAD at rabradio.com. He says, I missed the part of the show. No Rob today. No, Rob, today. Uh, he overextended himself after uh, taking his uh, week off, and um, so we're allowing him to sleep in a little bit longer, and uh, we're just going to take over and do some bad radio in the meantime. Um, so we'll see here. So the big news uh, recently here in the rad world, we were, uh, were joining up uh, Sacramento Airwaves again. Uh, we're going to be on 104.7 FM and 890 AM, um, and Alec brought up this question. Um, the new station is on 104.7. He says, you say it should be number one on my presets. Well, numerically on my California pre- <laughs> presets, FM2, FM1 is for Nevada. Uh, it's about eighth or ninth. Am I the only one who has my radio stations in order, rising oh. in numerical order? When I go, when I get in other people's cars, whether it be friends or for work, no one organizes their stations. I think if your brain it works that way, right? There are some people where it probably would. Does it make you uncomfortable, right? Like some people need that yes. when they're looking oh. at OCD. Right. It's got to be in yeah, sequential exactly. order. I could see oh. that. I'm not judging it. It's like maybe that's it because mine. I put mine in the order. Well. Honestly, I listen to my music. You know, I, I don't even really listen to the radio. You're streaming. Yeah, I'm streaming. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I do have stations plugged in just in case, right? And they're just in the order of what I prefer. Yep, mine too. That's they're not in the order of freak of what the what their frequency is. Yeah, that's yeah. how I do it. Yep. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think that. Uh, you're overthinking it a little bit. <laughs> I'm glad I don't have that affliction where I have to like make sure that every single radio is is preset on the lows to the highs. Some put my this is not uh, uh, this is that mindset, but now we're moving away from particularly to tuning into a radio. One of my nieces, her closet has to be organized by color, and she'll even do seasons. Oh, man, yeah, I wish I was that organized. <laughs> It's amazing. Yeah. It honestly is, but it does have to be seasons because like for instance all her it could be all her black shirts. Well, mm-hmm. they're not all going to be right she doesn't want to look through each one. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, this is for winter, this is for fall, this is for summer, so it's it's black but then by seasons. Blues by seasons, patterns by seasons. Like it has to be that way. But she has all four seasons in one closet, right? Yes. Yeah, that's the way to go. 
Yeah, Isn't I, it? I, I know. I wish I was that organized. No, my closet, you walk in it and it's like a teenager. You're like, <laughs> it, it, just someone who's it's like 16 year old me is yep. still organizing closets. They've got a pile of clean clothes and a pile of dirty clothes, and they end up meshing together somehow oh throughout the week. No, and, it's terrible. You know, just do your best. And I sit there and I'm like, do do I really want this when mm. I'm even like 70? This is terrible. Oh man! But everything else, and people are surprised because that's not how the house is, right? Mm-hmm. At all. Right. Well, my closet is. That's where <laughs> everything's a disaster. Oh, man. See, my clothes are all organized in my closet. Thank God. God, great woman who does the laundry and hangs everything up so I can put it away in order. Uh, but my paperwork in my closet, like all my important papers and like things I keep for documents, it's all mixed matched and everything. I need to go through and organize it. But that's all me. I'm the, the pack rat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but you have like, I, I look at it as my organization is in chaos. Like, I, I just feel better when everything's kind of just scattered about. Yeah. It's a functional way for me. I know yes. where everything is. No, I call That's it really or- all that matters. Yes, it's organized chaos. That's and you it. know, a, right. lot of, <laughs> yeah. a lot of creative minds are this way. Yeah. Honestly, when I, when I think of everyone I know that has this affliction, they are all creative people in some way, mm-hmm. right? Either with music or art or, you know, uh, cooking, baking, right? Like there, there's, uh, just take an artistic mind. And one of my nieces, it drives one of my sisters insane because my oldest sister is just, oh my gosh, everything is so organized. It's just always in, in its proper place. And uh, my one of her daughters, one of my nieces, nope, organized chaos. And she's very artsy. And I'm like, really? she, she has a creative mind. She's very artsy. This is, she's like, oh, I know. She always brings you up. Look at Aunt Dawn and how her her closet's always been. Yeah, I just, I think that that energy that is spent oh, on putting everything in order and making sure it's organized from small to large to seasons and colors, it, all that energy is probably very fulfilling to yeah. have that discipline. Yeah. But my discipline is more... Um, it's more broad. Somewhere like I, I don't have to. I don't have to be so focused on that because I feel like that's just going to take too much of my creative energy. Hmm. But some people just love it. Like people who do that for a living, like organization oh, and yeah, uh, yeah, type A's. And, yeah, interior design. Like oh, they, oh, one, they're always type A's. Yeah, yeah. That one gal that uh, that what, what's her? Uh, oh, it was on Netflix, Joy or something. Oh my gosh! Now hers made a lot of sense though. Absolutely, and I should do this in my closet. And I've started to a little bit. Like, if it doesn't bring you joy, get it out of your house. And I've started doing that little by little of things in the house because I don't like, I don't actually, I hate holding on to stuff that I'm not using. I want other people to have it, mm-hmm. even though it might sit in my garage a little too long before I take it somewhere. It's like, at least <laughs> want it to step out. But um, she, basically, any room in your house, like, if it doesn't bring you joy, mm-hmm. why is it there? Get it the heck out of there. And I was like, oh my gosh, oh. that makes so much sense. It, because A, it could bring someone else joy. And why do you want to have something in your house that just, it, it makes no sense. Why do you have it there? It brings, yeah. like I just said, yeah, it brings you no joy. Does it take, so, does it take a lot of psychological energy to, to be attached to like those types of things? If you're like a pack rat or a hoarder, have like, you, <laughs> have you tried what, oh my God, I won't out them. There is someone in our family that literally, no longer is because I mean they're no longer alive, but they were a huge pack rat, and I would say over the course of their life we had helped over a handful of times having someone come in that helps pack rats to clear it all out, mm-hmm. and it is like getting someone off of drugs. The way they cry, how attached oh. they are to things that you're looking at, going that is junk, but to them it is not. Like it's a really bad. 
affliction. My and and I I and I because for me I don't get attached like that. I just keep it around and and then open it and go. What am I doing with that? Let's get rid of it. Because mm-hmm. I'm one of those people. If I haven't opened this drawer in six months, I don't need what's in here. And I will literally do two things: is it trash or is it something to give away? Mm-hmm. Period. Like I just won't have. If it's family photos, family jewelry, that's one thing, right? But all this other stuff, they hold on to newspapers. I'm kind of the same way. When I have to clean up and everything, and I know it's a mess, and I start cleaning, I see, start going through things, I'm like, oh, I could use that for this. But that situation is never going to happen ever. (laughs) So then I have to retell myself. I'm like, no, you need to put that in the trash. But when you do it, you still have that second guessing. You're like, oh, but, 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 but. But you have to go through with it. You do, especially if it has been so long since you've even used it. No, you don't need it. You do not need it. At all whatsoever. If you have, if it is not something you daily use, if it's one of those things that would get used on occasion, mm-hmm. right? A certain holiday, or you make there's something in the kitchen you only make this so often. Okay, fine. But if it is something you literally have not used, you don't need it. It's never going to come up. Give it to someone who will use it. I just <laughs> go ahead. Guys. I was going to say you guys don't have like a junk drawer where you put those little things in there, like uh, oh a maybe drawer. <laughs> one drawer. I have multiple have junk multiple. drawers. Oh, like yeah. there's there's a couple of drawers in my uh, bathroom area that is kind of two just auxiliary junk drawers, and then downstairs, of course, you got that one in your kitchen that's got all the paper clips and the rubber bands. Yes, and, yes, and all those the sauce packets and all of that stuff. Yes, uh, but yeah, there's just there's various pockets of my house where I just kind of I am a little pack rat. Like I just I just put random things together. Uh, there's some, there's probably something deeply wrong with me. No, no, no. I feel that's normal. I <laughs> yeah. feel like we all in in a cupboard in a drawer have stuff in there, and so do I. I'm saying when it comes time that I'm finally gonna purge it. Yeah, I'm like okay. I have not even touched this stuff in so long. Stop it. Don't have an emotional attachment to it. Get <laughs> rid of it. But I think I think all people, right, especially when you walk in and the house is all together, you know. You want to start opening drawers oh. and cupboards because you know <laughs> that's where. We all have them. <laughs> we yep. all have yeah. it. We all have Absolutely. our closet that we just shove everything in. Oh in. Like if you're lucky enough to have a, a house cleaner, you just say, just stay out of the closet because oh. that's where all the crap is. <laughs> yeah. You just shoved all the stuff that was laying about, and then it's just going to end up back out on the bed and all everything else strewn about the house. Yep. Yes. Yeah, man. Yeah. Oh, talk about first world problems. Am I right? Uh, speaking of keeping things organized and being OCD, um, we, we brought up uh, the new uh, 104.7 FM and 890 AM that Rad Radio will be uh, taking over on uh, Monday, November 13th. Uh, the Spanish stations that are currently playing now will have a new home, uh, but then it's going to be 24-7 Rad Radio starting Monday, November 13th. And so we talked about putting it preset the uh, putting your presets on 104.7 FM uh, if you're going to broadcast through the FM station. And uh, which order do you put it in on your car? Is it uh, from least favorite to most favorite? You know, sequential order or favorite to least favorite? Yeah. That's how I do it. Or does it have to be in a sequential order? Um, Daniel says, yes, I agree. For me, I need them in sequential order. Feel sloppy if I don't. OCD? For sure. <laughs> but just a little. Yes, my closet is the same. For example, shirt types, short, long sleeve, etc. Oh, my God. Are ground, uh, grouped and hung in color order, dark to light. Yeah, I have issues, but these are tame. They only affect me. Yeah, but you know what? Here's the thing. How fun is it for you to go get dressed? 
Yes. Because you just yeah. know. Is it really an I, issue? Right. It's like going it's, to the I store. Yeah, I don't find it an issue at all. I just find it impossible for me to do. <laughs> it's yeah. a, right? It just takes like, discipline. It's an issue when you go into your closet and you're like, where is that shirt I want to wear today? Oh, Why yeah. is it with the sweatshirt? And you just Damn it. <laughs> pushing all the clothes from side to side. Maybe if I dig around a little bit more, I could, I could um, find it. And the shoes. See, I don't know if you oh. guys are like, I mean, oh. how a lot of women are with shoes. Um, I've already given away, I can't even tell you how many pairs of shoes. And they're still, my husband had, um, we had this closet downstairs that he did this addition to so I could have a space for more shoes because up in my closet, I've used all the space. And um, that has, he thought it would organize it, but that has filled up and then there's now shoes on the bottom of that closet. <laughs> and I'm like, but I've given my away God. so much. And I need to go through them again. Because as many as I've given away, there are so many that I'm still not wearing. But some are seasonal. Mm. Some are only, you know, yeah. for uh, just something warm and cozy. Maybe we can auction off your old shoes for dare, for charity. There we go. Oh, that would be kind of cool, right? Good like stuff, like yeah. Don's Don's shoes oh, for charity. I still have some really good. My nieces are going. No, <laughs> we always get your shoes. I <laughs> I keep holding on to my my crappy shoes, the ones that I use to like go, that I've used for a while, but they still fit. And I'm like, these might be good outside pairs of shoes, but now I've got like three pairs of them, and they're just kind of looking gross on the shoe rack. I'm like, do I throw them away? Do I keep them? Yeah. What do I do? Yeah. Guilty as a shoe hoarder as well. <laughs> we just the the collection grows, and then you end up getting those those uh, slotted bags that you hang on the back of your door where you could put all your shoes put in like shoes. the whole shoe like i never wear any of these shoes but yeah. they're all hanging on the side of the door just in case i need yeah. them I, I, mm -hmm. I, and, and um i i used to wear pumps all the time do you remember that brandon like i was in them every yeah. single day oh man every day you were deck like, to the nine yes and i still have and i've given away not just my nieces but there's charities that i love that i'll give to but like i still have i don't know maybe I don't know how many I'd have to count them. A thousand? Several pairs of them <laughs> left, and they're they're just so damn cute. Like, they're so, like, I. everyone always knew. They were like, what shoes is she going to wear? Because, I mean, my shoe game was amazing nice. when it came to pumps. And I'm, like, looking at them going, I will never wear you again, none of you. But they're just so flipping cute. But I, I do need to let them go. I need someone else. <laughs> how come you won't wear them again? If, if they're that cute, you yeah. no. It's just not. No, it was a phase I went through, and it's just not. They're yeah. like a collector's item I, at this I, point, I, right? I'm more of a comfy cash person. Yeah. yeah, your slipper game has been on par. I've seen some of your slippers. <laughs> oh, yeah, they're always so fuzzy. I love <laughs> slippers. Do you? Oh my god. You said you were you, you like Crocs when we were talking about the Croc boots yeah, but, yesterday. Yeah, but I, I I don't like them to wear like I want a bunch of them. So I have. One pair, they're camo. Okay. And I'll wear them if I'm spending a lot of time in the kitchen. What gotcha. if they were teal and they said Jesus on them? Oh, well, that's cute, too. Yeah. Okay. But, yeah, I'm not one Christmas of... idea. Christmas idea, Kyle. Hey. Yeah. Uh, we got this email to red at radio.com from Cynthia. Hi, Cynthia. She said, okay, on organizing, this topic got me. My car radio sets uh, my presets in numerical order, but if it didn't, I would set them low to high. My closet is set up in colors, but not seasons. My shoes are in plastic boxes with white lids. There is more, but that's enough crazy disclosure for now. <laughs> I agree. Crazy indeed. Yeah, my husband is so organized. I've talked about that before. And he likes his garage a certain way, and it drives him bananas when I start to, like, take everything down because now it's fall season, right? And he's like, <laughs> y y okay, let me know when you're done because then he can put – he wants them. I'm like, can't, can't all the tubs just stay down here Un because I'm going to put all this stuff away when falls over and mm -hmm. start with Christmas, right? Mm -hmm. 
And he's like, <laughs> take out what you need. And he like puts it back. Gives him the shakes you know? if it's and out. He yeah. organizes it so much I can't find stuff. If that well, makes that sense, kind of right? defeats the purpose of yeah. organizing this. Like, but he knows where everything is. He knows where That's everything is. That's what's important. Is. Got yeah. it. Oh. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we just got this email to rad at radradio.com from Zachary. Hi, Zachary. Said, are we just going to gloss over the fact that Dawn said she had an addition built onto her house for her shoes? No. Must be nice. No, no, no. It was a closet. Was it an addition? No, it was a closet that was already there that my husband had. How to describe it? It was, it was a door you open, and it was one of those long ones, and uh, it kind of goes under your stairs. Yes. And so I'll put, oh. I will also put seasonal Christmas things in there that um, just always get used for the house, so it's a great storage space for that. Right. But so our house was very, like, it was built in 06. So remember when they always had those, how do I describe them? So you have a wall, but you have the enclaves because that's kind of where you put TVs and whatnot. Do you know what I'm talking about? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. My first house had one of those, yeah. Now it's wasted space, right? It's just, and my husband's like, and he wanted to put up a TV. He's like, we're having that wall built out, right? Like, yeah, yeah, cover that in. So on the other side, he's like, oh, well, let's have them take that space and take that wall down and make it like a closet. So even people that come over, they can hang their coat in there or whatever. But he also had to put up shoes. Damn, that sounds real nice. No, it is. He had him do such a good job. It was amazing. That's awesome. But but I'm like, the the thing that he's like, and and he's so sweet, thank God, because he'll look on the floor and he's like, why are all the shoes on the floor? Because there's all the racks you could put them on, right? But yeah, I'll just walk in, kind of take the shoe yep. off, and just oh. let it be where it's at. I don't shut ever the door. ever put my shoes where they belong. They just end up where they end up. If I want to take my shoes off in the in the living room, they just end up in the middle of the floor. It drives my girlfriend insane. Yep. Yeah, shoe yeah. rack. Yeah. Uh, we got this email uh, from Matt. I'm Matt. Says, okay, I am a guy, so pardon the stupid question, but when Dawn is talking about pump shoes, all I can picture are the tennis shoes oh. where I used to pump the tongue, and yeah. it would tighten the shoe. You know, oh, the, the basketball shoes? Yeah. yeah, I miss those. It was something from the early 90s. I'm assuming I am wrong. Yes, yeah, we, yeah, 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 yeah. And we, and we call, I don't know what they call them now. We called them pumps, and that was high heels, basically. <laughs> I, don't, what, I don't even know what girls call them now. Heels? Pumps, high heels, stilettos, yeah. I don't know. And they were always three to four inches because I'm 5'3 and I wanted to be taller. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, oh, and the higher the hill, the thinner you look. Is that how it works? I, I guess. You know, when you're obsessed with that garbage, that's these are the these are the things you learn. I, I saw a uh, picture of a bunch of firefighters and cops wearing heels for a for a charity. <laughs> Cause it was like a, a, a cancer uh, oh, cause, so they're doing yeah. a cancer. This is like a mile in her shoes. Oh, I love type Aww. of thing. Um, and it's so funny watching them walking around in those red. They're like probably six inch heels. Yeah, yeah, and they're just kind of like waddling around like ducks. <laughs> Pretty impressive. Uh, we got this email to rad at radradio.com from uh, where is it? From Eric. Hey, Eric. Um, we were talking about serial killers because of the uh, DNA uh, breach of 23 and Me and all that other data that they got uh, stolen from. It's going to be a topic on Tech to You Tuesday today at 10 o'clock on uh, Rad TV at radradio.com. Um, we were talking about uh, the Golden State Killer. Uh, it was the one that was caught in the uh, greater Sacramento area uh, because his daughter submitted the uh, DNA test. Uh, Eric um, uh, calls uh, is calling out me for not knowing who BTK is, which is rightfully so, because uh, producer Nick wrote in and talked about, uh, just mentioned BTK. And I, I said, oh, that was either. just another uh, gold, you know, he was in the Bay Area, wasn't he? He was not. BTK was actually a Kansas-based killer. Yeah! BTK was a nickname he gave himself. It stands for Blind, Buying, Torture, Kill. Police got a warrant Whoa. to test his daughter's pap smear 
after somebody came forward telling them he admitted to some of the murders. It wasn't the BT, BTK killer also like a, had a family, right, his daughter, but like seemed normal and a family guy. Those are always that's, the ones that just freak me out. That's all the, the, all those uh, uh, documentaries start as. He yes. was just a normal guy yeah. in a normal town. And then one day, <laughs> he snapped. Uh, we all got skeletons yeah. in the closet. Some of us have graveyards, apparently. <laughs> right? <laughs> uh, so we are actually going to uh, be moving on to Master of Movies right now. Uh, it's brought to you by Aztec Solar, who will tell you in just nine seconds how much you'll save by switching to solar just to go to my9secondsavings.com. And just to be clear, I, I wasn't saying that, that that last letter writer, letter writer Eric, talking about the BTK, um, was calling out Nick. I, he was calling out me because I said, oh, he's from in the Bay Area. I just yeah, wanted to make sure that oh, I got no, that, that, that straight clear. because yeah. Nick was just throwing that out there. And I, I, of course, I didn't research. I just said, oh, Nick, he says BTK. Of course, that's probably going to yeah, be in second. research Anyway, I just needed to get that <laughs> off my chest. So sorry. Facts are over. <laughs> Back yeah. to the contest. We've got a pair of tickets to see Janet Jackson at the venue at Thunder Valley Casino and Resort this Friday. Uh, for Master of Movies, we'll give you a hint and then play a famous movie clip. You give us the title of that movie it's from, and you win. Caller 18 guesses first, then 19, and then 20. And if none of you know the title... Uh-huh. Serial killer DNA oh. everywhere oh. and no winner. <laughs> 888-989-9011 for Master of Movies right now. Rob, anybody, and Dawn. My the favorite Rob, when I anybody, anybody, and Dawn show. Gobble, gobble, goddammit. The Rad 2023 Turkey Brine is now available at radradio.com. Speaking of the Turkey Brine, uh, I got this email to rad at radradio.com from John. Hey, John. It says, good morning, anybody. Just a quick question about the brine. Is it best to use broth or water? What's the difference in taste? Well, in my opinion, the broth is the way to go because you get a little bit more oomph in the flavor. There's just more seasoning within the water uh, with the chicken broth, uh, or you could use apple juice as a brine. I, I like to use a variety of those um, just because you get a little bit more flavor on top of the already amazing brine. But I think it is important for people to know that it's not how you season your turkey. Correct. Yeah, this is the pre. Uh, this is like the marinade light. It's it's like the marinade, but it's it doesn't actually season your bird like a marinade would. Yeah. You're just soaking it to break up the fibers, and the added herbs and salts are all uh, just infusing their flavors into the bird as, you, it, mm-hmm. as it breaks it. Apart. But you feel like the apple cider or juice. Apple cider, yeah, uh-huh. or juice, and, I guess, or um, uh, chicken broth. broth. Yep just maybe adds a little to the moistness, yes. like a flavor oh. to the moistness, but they still need to flavor their bird. Yeah. It's a like little A lot hint. of people forget exactly. that. So, or I don't know if they forget it, but a, a lot of people have asked that in the past. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, no, after you've rinsed off the brine, now you got to prep and season your bird. Exactly. Yeah. So uh, you, you, the turkey brine is available. The, I know that the inventory is getting very low online. Um, I just sent an em- email to Charlie over at uh, Black Dog Graphics, who runs the Stupid Store. Superstore! Um, at radradio.com or you can get your bag of turkey brine. Um, But if you want to go to one of our fine vendors, and if you're in the uh, Nevada, uh, northern Nevada area, you can always go to our uh, the Desert Rose RV Park in Fernley, J&K Lamas Landscape and Nursery in Fallon, Micah Chevron Station in Carson City, Napa Auto Parts in Dayton, uh, the Tahoe Bottle Shop in South Lake Tahoe, the Flag Store in Sparks, and the Washi Shoe Travel Plaza in Gardnerville, California. 
Nevada. Jeez. Oops. Carnival's uh, like, no, we're not California. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, they're pissed. Um, you can find all of the locations that we're uh, selling all of our food products, including the turkey brine, at radreader.com in the stupid store. Superstore. Let's get to Master of Movies. Movie Master. Master of Movies. I'm feeding you lies. Twisting your brain for a really cool prize. Action, adventure, sci-fi, comedy. Dusting the film and you'll reign supreme. You're a movie master. Movie master. For Master of Movies, we got a pair of tickets to see Janet Jackson at Thunder Valley uh, Casino and Resort at the uh, the venue. Did I mention that? I think so. Yeah, uh, you're good. This Friday. Um, for caller, uh, for Master Movies, we have caller 18 is Humberto. Hola. Hiya. <laughs> caller 19. You, Kyle. You're not Mexican. No. <laughs> we don't know that. I haven't tested my DNA. That's true. Okay, well, we're, we're, we don't promote it. <laughs> uh, Janet, your caller. Oh, Janet Jackson, is this you? Caller 19? No, it's not. But oh. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Caller 20 is Annie. Are you okay? Hello. Are you okay? <laughs> Hello. Hello. There's a lot of Jacksonception going on here. <laughs> All right. Uh, for Master of Movies, we have a sheet that I have to turn over. And then we have a drama horror story Ooh. from 1980. Here's Johnny. <laughs> it's a classic drama horror story from 1980. Here's Johnny. <laughs> uh, Humberto, what do you think it is? Johnny. Oh, what? Oh my god, I was giggling because yeah. I'm like, this is so easy. Idiot. Gimme. Oh, Janet. No. The Shining. There Hell we yeah. go. Oh, well done. We won. Man. Oh my gosh. That's right, the classic based off of the Stephen King novel starring uh, the one and only Jack Nicholson and Shelley Duvall, Danny Lloyd, and Scatman Carruthers. This is uh, The Shining. There's a lot of visuals going on. That's so scary, though. Psycho. Ah, the red rum. (laughs) Yes. Oh, those twin little (laughs) girls. No. It's such a good film. Ah! It's so good. And there's such a there's such a um, like a deep underground. Uh, people who are fanatical about the movie will dissect it and try to find all the hidden meanings. Like there's a belief that uh, The Shining is about is a story about the Holocaust oh, or wow. the uh, okay. the invasion of Americans over in, in, over Native Americans. Oh, and wow. uh, it's it's a very very interesting take on it. There's a documentary on Amazon. I think it's called Room Two Three Seven because that's the room in uh, in oh, The Shining, I believe. Yeah. Uh, so it's it's a very interesting commentary oh. of the the actual what Stanley Kubrick did to the movie. If you're interested in that kind of stuff. So uh, in Coronado, California, that right there um, in San Diego, one of our buddies, um, he's now since retired, but he was a Navy SEAL sniper, and back when he was still there at bud school and he was an instructor this is before 9 11 so you could go and actually go on base and oh, it's amazing <laughs> young single girl all those, those Navy hot sales. military oh, guys we were loving it all my, that semen around <laughs> yeah, you my Ooh. best friend it's her brother and so yeah we'd go down a bunch of girls and anyway there in coronado there's this hotel that is so like the shining 
Mm-hmm. Like it's even freaky to be in it. Yeah. And everyone's like, you want to go walk down the halls? I'm like, hell to the no. <laughs> it looks like the long hallways in The Shining. Yikes. I mean, it is almost, I'm like, is this the hotel they filmed it in? But I don't think so, not at all. <laughs> but it just, it's very reminiscent of that. It is so like, let's go outside. Cause they have like this, you know, you're there at the ocean and there's mm-hmm. a, a pit to sit, fire pit. I'm like, let's go out there and drink. Do not want to be inside this hotel. I would I would absolutely <laughs> oh stay God. at a haunted hotel. In fact, oh, I would stay no. in the one that they filmed oh. The Shining in, which is, I think is in Colorado. Um, and it's 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 beautiful. Um, and I believe there is some sort of history at that particular location, uh, but it's not actually the hotel that they they used in the in the in the book. I've been in a haunted hotel because in Virginia City in Nevada, I just feel like they're all haunted. And um, because there's just stories of that. Oh, yeah. And um, I've shared this before, but those that haven't heard it, when I worked for a rodeo company, was in my 20s. I still, you know, did radio during the week, but on the weekends worked for the stock contractor. And they always did little rodeos. That's mm. what they provided um, the livestock for, were all the small towns in Nevada. And there was one in VC every year. And oh my God. Yeah, I was like, don't ever put me in a room by myself again. They thought they were doing me a favor. Like, thank you so much for your hard work. And now you, you know, you kind of can have your own room. And I'm like, no, no. I started inviting everybody over. It was creepy. And you would hear sounds and noises. And I feel like I would see shadows, you know, as I'm laying there. I would love it. Oh God, it was terrifying. I, I, I. (laughs) Often, oh like I almost, I know that uh, Melissa and Brent from SexSpirit.com, they're paranormal investigators. I know that they, they often say, don't invite this stuff. Like, don't go seeking it out. Like, don't be using Ouija boards in a, in a, uh, in a, in a flagrant way without any, yeah. you know, regard oh. for the repercussions. Because it's just, I mean, it is just a game board. But if you're toying with that kind of stuff, you can invite some bad things potentially. Right. Uh, but I often want that kind of stuff. I, I always look forward to a <laughs> yeah. haunted mansion type of experience. Sounds, Sounds like a challenge, it. doesn't it? I know. I want to see that. I want to see it in real life. Uh, we got this email from Cherie. She says the Hotel Coronado is said to be very haunted, oh, and it was frequented it. by lots and lots of movie stars. Okay, that makes sense. I said in Coronado, and it is the Hotel Coronado. Thank is it, you. Is that the same hotel where they filmed Some Like It Hot? The uh, the old Marilyn Monroe movie. I don't know. Um, we got this email from Star. Hey, Star. Hello, Rad. I've been listening to you guys since 2015. I may be a young mag- maggot, but I love your show. Brandon, whenever Rob isn't there, your voice is fun to listen to. Dawn, your feminine energy is fun to listen to in the morning. Oh, Nothing about you, Kyle. Sorry. Yes. Oh, that's fine. By the way, the yes, it's the same hotel. The Hotel Coronado was in the Some Like It Hot famous nice. filming location. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's a great movie. A haunted hotel. Great. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if anything happened with them. Oh, like, like during the filming? Yeah, but it wasn't a scary movie, right? Because I'm thinking about... It was remember, like a comedy. Remember yeah. Poltergeist, all the things that happened to the people? Oh, yeah. part uh, of it? There, that I know stuff that is freaky. The little girl died. I don't know under which circumstances, but yeah. pretty soon after that movie was filmed, I believe. Yeah, I um, feel like other people would have hauntings and different things going on with them and... Is this yeah. is this what conversations were like before Google? Like you would just kind of just say these things into the air, not really knowing the answers to them. Yes, this is what's so I'm laughing right now because there is this girl on Insta and TikTok, and you know she's from my time. Um, you know she's around 50, her fifties, and she'll answer these questions from younger generations, and they're like, like what did you do? One of the questions is, what did you do, for instance, when you're you think you saw someone who's famous? Now we'll Google, right? We'll Google for the photo, and we can't remember their name, so we can Google it and kind of just, right, you can find this stuff out. Yeah. Um, and think about when you're watching a movie. 
And you're like, who? Right. <laughs> what else were they in? I right. know I've seen that person in something else. What is it? And now we can Google, right? And the girl's like, we just didn't know. We just went, <laughs> oh, who is it? Who is it? Just shrug and go about yeah, your day. And then they're like, then you just shrug. That's exactly what she said. She and then we go about our life. And six months later, it could be. Oh. Or something will pop in and go, that's who it was. Uh. Now I know. And she's like, so we just didn't know stuff. And we were fine with it. Oh, we are so <laughs> lucky to be able to just get that instant information like that. Yeah. Uh, we got this email uh, from Alan to rad at radradio.com. He says, hey, Don, do you remember seeing the old hospital down below Virginia City? I have two friends that used to live there as kids, and they know for sure that place is haunted. Oh, oh. Virginia City is. Yeah, the whole thing. Yeah, the, the, the graveyard alone is just a haunted yeah, yeah. haven. No, I don't know. I, no, I've not seen the hospital. Hmm. God. Is it one of those creepy, like, insane asylum hospitals? I mean... <laughs> oh, I, that's one place I won't go. Like, for, no. for some reason, it feels like whatever energy's there is going to be violent. Not good. Yeah. yeah. Eight, eight, the phone number is 888-989-9811. Good morning, Robbie. Morning, Brad Radio. How are you doing? Good. How are you? It's, it's bad radio, it's bad Robbie. Radio. <laughs> Brad, Brad, bad. Yeah. It's all the same. <laughs> say anyway, mad. I, I stayed at the hotel that you were talking about that the actual uh, Shining was based on. Oh. It happens to be the same hotel that Dumb and Dumber recorded at. Really? Oh, okay. What? Oh, they made That's it cool. so fun and well, happy. The, yeah. the, the nice <laughs> hotel where they're rich? Or are you talking about the little shanty one where they stay in the little heart-shaped hop tub? Well, <laughs> That's not in the Shining. No. That's what I'm saying, yeah. <laughs> where they no, got the, Ritz, the... the Ritzy one with the Lamborghinis out front where okay, uh, okay. they're handing yeah. out $100 bills to everybody. And, yeah. and, they're, and they're getting the pedicures and having their nails sawed off. Remember yeah. how long their, yeah. their toenails oh. were? Yeah, so... Interesting enough is that um, Jim Carrey wouldn't stay in the hotel because uh, he had a bad experience in there. I don't oh, really? Oh. Yeah, I'm sure there's plenty to choose from in the town. Man. Don't need to stay here. I, I wish <laughs> oh I wish we had God. Jim Carrey's number so we could yeah. find out what that story yeah, what is. He's in it? tune with himself and all the energies around in the universe. Like Something had to have happened to freak him out. That's true. Oh. He's, he's turned pretty far out there woo-woo lately. Have you seen his, like, if you follow him on Instagram, it's just nothing but, like, spiritual. Um, and it's all very nice. It's yeah. it's, a, it's actually, it's cool to see him get kind of being more centered and not so in in uh, in Hollywood mode. You yeah. Know? I remember when, um, oh, gosh, because how long has it been? Google Oprah, but she used to be a huge <laughs> talk show host. And, and I don't mean huge by her size, but, like, <laughs> like the talk show. And I remember him being on her show toward the end, because um, I, I think early 2000s, or no, mid-2000s is when she went away. Whatever, not important. <laughs> and he was getting into it then. Like, he was very much, like, not that he felt guilty for his success or his money, but he was one of those that had come to the conclusion oh, yes, I have these things, but this isn't what brings you happiness, mm -hmm. right? Because when you don't have it, you think that's what will, and that's what will bring you satisfaction. And then you get there, and you're like, nope, it actually has to do with what's going on internally mm -hmm. with me. Mm -hmm. And that's, you know, and then each person has to figure out what is that thing that's going to give them that. Imagine yeah, if not. you're the, the biggest movie star in the world and you're making millions and millions of dollars and he still can't find happiness. Like it, it seems that he's going that route of yeah. just detaching himself. Because that, that doesn't Jim bring you happy. It makes life easier. Mm -hmm. Meaning, right. You don't have to worry about paying bills. Mm -hmm. I'm sure, you know, they can get the best, greatest care for whatever's going on in their life. So it, it takes away those stresses, but it doesn't make you 
happy. No. <laughs> yeah. No, and it can probably add more stresses onto him. Like if you don't have a good relationship with your family, all of a sudden you got a bunch of money, you're going to have a bunch of leeches coming after you for it. They're going to want to <laughs> jump on your bandwagon and join your success. And you're going to see like friends come out of the woodwork that you never used to hang out yeah. with who now want to be your best friend. You got to now delineate who's fake and who's real. No, true. And you've got those internal problems you do have to work on. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Yep. Um, so let's, uh, we got this email from somebody uh, named Laura. Hey, Laura. Uh, she was talking to, she wants to know what shoes Dawn is wearing today because she was revealing her, her shoe room that she had in her house oh, built. Yeah. Um, she had a bunch of pumps and you would always dress to the nines and you always wear a pump. What, what shoes do you I wear to work now? I still love shoes, right? Uh, well, yeah, I mean, usually, uh, um, nothing great just like tennis shoes or my Ariat tennis shoes which those are amazing that's a cowboy brand yeah these are just my brooks tennis shoes but they do have um uh what is that called animal print and camo on them Ooh, Ooh, very nice it does go well so. with your western wear shawl that you yeah, exactly uh let's get to the dog pot there's, there's, no, there's no button for that kind of So a new study comes out in the no duh department. People care more about their dogs than their cats. Yeah, hello. Confirms the study. I feel that's pretty accurate because <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> the love that a dog gives is a little bit oh. more unconditional it, than with a cat. Listen, when I leave the house, I am given my our dog Hank, our black lab, all kinds of loves and letting him know about the day and when he can expect me home. Mm -hmm. And I'm doing all that. The cats, I'm like... I don't even say goodbye. <laughs> well, cats are smart enough to know what's up. If I, yeah. if I see the cats, because they're cool cats. We got from my mother-in-law when she passed away, went in and took them in. They are cool cats. If I see them, I'll pet them. But I don't go, oh, I love you, and I'll be home later, and here's what we'll do. Buka, nope. buka, buka, nope. nothing. You're walking, out yeah. the, you're walking out the door because, <laughs> like like you're a, a peasant or a servant because the cat knows it's, it's a queen or king. It knows that you're going to come back, and you're going to feed them when it's time, or else there will be hell to pay. But it's like with the dog, it's like it's you get that return on investment oh. with the affection. There's just the, the, oh. the, 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 there is no competition. No, absolutely. dogs are far superior. Yes, than um, a cat. So ex experts, wait. So how would you classify yourself, Kyle? A cat or a dog person? I definitely lean more towards the cat person. I do. I had better relationships with my cats than I did with my dogs growing up. Yeah, see, I knew there was something off about you. I knew, you all could think that, but I had awesome cats. No. And I, I don't know, with the dog, I feel like they're, they're too needy for attention. They come in like, oh my God, I miss you, I miss you. I'm like, I've been gone for five minutes. You can't entertain yourself like the cats can. See, he's like kind of like a Wowzer. cat himself. Yeah. Like he get he relates to the cat. He's yeah. more independent. You know, he, he, he doesn't necessarily need to rely on anybody else to take care of himself. No, and you shouldn't have your own dog if you view that. <laughs> that too. Right? No, that's good that you recognize that. Yes. I there do. are I love cat. it. No, there, I know you love dogs, and you're very good to them. But there are dog and cat people for sure, and so you're just more of a cat person. Yes. Yeah. As sad as it is to admit, I didn't <laughs> oh. want to, but truth come down to it. Yeah. yeah I loved my cats a little more than I loved the dogs growing up. There I was more connected with them. and. They were cooler with me. There are some cool cats. I never knew any growing up. My older sister always had cats, and I found them to be useless and what's the point, right? They were just, <laughs> ugh. Yeah. And our dogs were amazing and fun, and that was all good. And then when I got older and um, every cat, I've never 
sought out a cat. I want a cat. They've come to us. We're like, fine, we'll take it in. It was through those experiences. I'm like, oh my god, you know what? You do have some great fun personalities. Yeah, yeah. yeah they come out. They come out once they warm up to you. Yeah. Otherwise, yeah. it's just like, who are you? Feed Why are me. you here? Ugh, yeah. I'm a diva. <laughs> um, so experts have revealed that uh, re- researchers say that out of 2,117 people own their dogs, cats, or both, recipients would uh, prefer to pay for higher bill. Uh, Bills, vet vet bills for dogs than cats. Uh, you know, we're equal on that. Yeah, we're I, just we're very like I, I love a life's a life. Yeah, we when it comes love to the animals. Animals, right? We love animals, and we're gonna even our, when we had farm animals. We, I mean, of course, the, we had the ones that we harvested for their meat, but then we had those that were just out to to work the land, and we treated them so great. They had vets, you mm. know. We'd have come out. We were just crazy like that. So. No, we we've we've spent a pretty penny on the cats to try and help them out as well. But I have learned a lot about cats, and when certain things start happening to them at a certain age, mm. I no longer will do the things I did in the past. It's... I mean, all the things, and it really, I when I look back on it in the moment, I thought I was doing right by them, and you feel you think you're doing the right thing, and no, actually, it was cruel, mm-hmm. and they needed to go. Aww. It was too much. They were already too old. The stuff going on, and what they had to go. through through the medicines or the treatments. It was just, no, my God, let the cat be. So now we know those symptoms, those signs, those things that every cat eventually ends up getting. Nope, you're that age. I'm going to let you live out your days, make you comfortable. Right. That's it. But I'm not doing all that stuff. Yeah, no. The, those the, Once the cats get to a certain point where they start breaking down inside, uh, they basically poison themselves. Yep. And they're, they just become toxic to themselves. And it, it happens so fast. Like the, It's sad, but um, you're right. You don't want to drag that out drag because they're out. just going to be in more pain. Yep. Um, hopefully, Bobby the uh, was not in any pain. Um, he is the oldest dog ever he passed away at 31 31 oh my god oh my i oh my god what a gift what kind of dog was it he oh. was a purebred rafeo del alentajo he's a farm and watchdog breed known for its confidence and calm demeanor for the american kennel club oh my uh, lived god. at the home his entire life with his oh. owner Lionel costa costa and his family Guinness has reported. Uh, Bobby wow. was born on May 11th in 1992. Dang. Wow. What a beautiful gift that family was given. Can you imagine being able to have your Walter Ugh. for 32 years? Man, I, I would don't... die if we could have our Hank for 32 years. I would just hope that he Ugh. was comfortable and he yeah. wasn't like losing his faculties. Yes. And, you know, like when it gets to that point where the dogs can't have to like be held up with the little. Uh, harness thing and have to be walked around because their back legs don't work anymore to just go to the bathroom, then it's like, okay. Yeah. I mean, I understand it. I, I love my dog. I would hold on to them for as long as I could. And you're talking, yeah, from old age that's yeah, happening. Exactly. Not yeah. from... Um, but, yeah. you know, I just hope that this dog was was th- that. Um, oh, in addition to man. verification from Guinness, uh, Bobby's age was also confirmed by Sistema de Informacicato de Animas de Campanaja, <laughs> a database for pets authorized by the Portuguese government. Oh. Uh, the average lifespan of the Rafero de Alantajo is 12 to 14 years. Okay. Dang. It's like a medium-sized dog then. Yeah. Not only wow. was Bobby the world's oldest living dog, but he was the oldest ever to have lived. Oh, it's pretty cool. Yeah, that's no, impressive. That's, that's amazing. Because yeah. that's, I mean, black labs are like 12, I think they're 10 to 12 years yeah. on average. Yeah. I, no, I don't like that. Hank's five. 
no, 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 mm-hmm. no. He's going to be 20 years old, I tell him. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty crazy. You hear like the medium <laughs> size, the bigger size dogs usually don't live too long. I had a Jack Russell Terrier, little hellhound named Emma, and she lived to be 18 years old. So Dang. it's interesting. Yeah, you hear about those little ones living forever, but never these these big dogs. I yeah. Googled it. Oh, and they're yeah. cool looking. Yeah, the Great Danes even. like It's hard. I really would love to own a Great Dane, but knowing that their lifespan is oh. just short. But that's not. That's just my reasoning why I wouldn't yes, want it. Um, th- I'm not saying that anybody gets one. I mean, it's it comes with the territory when you get a dog. You know uh, that they're gonna you're gonna outlive them. They're gonna <laughs> yeah. always break your heart. But a cat, they'll be around till 18, Ugh, 19 years old. So true. <laughs> Although my cat and only living up to be four years old. The last oh, one. R.I.P. Carl. Oh, yes. Mm. My husband Stinker. and I laugh about that because we're like. Okay, we've had our fill of cats. We've rescued, you know, they've come to us, and now we'll just have dogs. <laughs> like, <laughs> then my mother-in-law passed, and we got her two cats, and we joke. We're like, Hank will be gone, and these two damn cats will still be here alive. With the previous record holder for world's oldest dog was Bluey, an, Astra- an Australian cattle dog who was born in 1910 and lived to be 29 years and five months old. Oh, my Damn. With Bobby's passing, a 23-year-old Chihuahua mix from Ohio named Spike now holds the title as world old, world's oldest living dog. A slightly younger purebred Chihuahua from Florida, his name is Toby Keith. <laughs> <laughs> also held the title for more than once in past years. Oh Rob, anybody, and Dawn. The Rob, anybody, and Dawn Show. It's time for more bad radio. How is that different than what this show does all the time? It's Brandon, anybody, and Dawn. Email the show at rad at radradio.com. We got this email here from Terry. Hi, Terry. Good morning, anybody. I just wanted to write in and share that my wife not only organizes her closet by color, but also organizes it by season. And it's hilarious because we are, we share a closet and her side is all nice and organized and my side is just thrown into the closet. Hmm. A little, uh, this this seems a little bit of a recap of the first half of the show. Yeah. Uh, we were talking about uh, organizing, and and some people have this OCD of organizing their closets from seasons to colors to sizes, all that stuff. Crazy, yes. My husband and I have never shared a closet <laughs> ever. Like, like um, we would u- he would use like the guest room closet <laughs> just oh. to have his own. Yes. Wow. Because. He is so organized. Well, that's nice. And I am like not when it comes to that. <laughs> well, and, you you have enough clothes. You both probably have enough clothes. You could just fill a whole closet, right? Like, oh yeah, yeah, easy. yeah. And then well, now we and then we've also had just where there's separate closets, you know, in right. the master room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, yes, I remember we moved into this one house, and I'm like. I don't know where you're putting your clothes, but not in this closet (laughs) because there is no room for it. Uh, Terry goes on to say there are two serial killers in the Sacramento and the Golden State. Okay, yes, we we covered all of that. The the Golden State killer. Uh, P.S. Does NorCal Gun Vault have the turkey brine? Thank you for your time. Heck yes. yeah, they do. Uh, the turkey brine is still available at our uh, local vendors. Um, these are in the Northern California area, including the NorCal Gun Vault, which is in Rockland, California, across the street from the uh, Costco. Uh, the NorCal Bottle Shops, all of their locations, Folsom, Carmichael, Marysville, and Rockland. Can't forget about our friends at Forever Yours Florist and Gift Shop up in Auburn. 
Uh, we also have the Sunrise Natural Foods in Roseville, the Southside Market in Sacramento, the Upper Crust Bakery and Ca- Cafe in Chico, and the Weimar Food and Liquor in Weimar, California. Uh, you can find all those locations in the Stupid Store, Super store. at radradio.com. In the previous email, we talked about our previous segment. Rather, we talked about the world's oldest dog passing away at 31. Oh, oh my! 31 gosh. year old. That's amazing. Uh, I, I can't imagine little Walter oh. being that age. Wow. He's already almost 12. I can't imagine him living another lifetime. Oh. In his case, yeah. uh, we got this email to rad at radradio.com from Heidi. Hi, Heidi. It says Dawn, my black lab Miha lived until she was 12, 15 years and two months old. Oh my gosh! What a blessing. She, she was the best dog ever, and she oh. let us know. When it was time. Oh, yeah. I hope the same happens with your sweet hanky poo so you get many years or more with him. Yeah, I can't imagine our life without him. Uh, I was going to disappoint you. Carlos uh, wrote in and said the trade off between dogs and cats is the effort in training required having a dog versus the effort to get the love from a cat. Loves from a cat are more rewarding. Yes, in a previous no, survey, we just talked about that <laughs> dog people, there's more dog people than cat people, and people would be willing to pay higher vet bills for their dogs than their cats. But this, uh, Carlos, is clearly a cat person. And that's and, fine. Yes, claims that they reign yeah. supreme. Yeah, that's, that's, that is what it is, because I do not see anything of what he is talking about. The, the, the reward of the love from our dog and any dog I've ever had is way more rewarding than the cats. And we've had some cool cats, and they're super sweet. The cats we have now are sweet, and they like to love on us. I mean, we've had cats that, you know, they want to sleep in the bed. Yes, all the things, but mm-mm. It is not the same as a dog, and that's because I'm a dog person, and he's a cat person. Well, there's cat letter there's, writer. There's something about <laughs> it, though. Like I, I get where he's coming from because usually cats, they have their own mind, their own attitude. When you call them, they don't always come up to you. They always kind of give you the paw, and they go off and do their own thing. But when you're just chilling on the couch or on the coffee table at the kitchen or whatever, and all of a sudden the cat jumps on your lap and rubs its face into you and starts purring and accepts you and wants you to give it love, there's something qualm about that, and it, it's really loving. I mean, there's something about it no, I'm just <laughs> i mean it's sweet it's unique Honestly, it's, it, it, if you can yeah. get a bond with any animal where it's like you're you're an extension of yourself i think cats are really good at doing that if you can get them to open up but primarily cats don't want anything to do with you but i have a 17 year old tuxedo named mozart and he is he is my son i, yeah. I, I birthed him and he <laughs> he and i are inseparable he's like my little shadow um so it's gonna be devastating when he goes and i'm i'm amazed that he's still at 17 yeah. still going but there's something to be said about the bond between a a, a man and his cat <laughs> there's something special about it but it, uh, just with dogs it's like insta insta attention insta it's just it's perfect it's affection yeah it's just different because like I, I have loved all the cats we've had. Oh, my God. I have bawled my eyes out when they've passed away. It's been awful. You know, I absolutely loved them for sure. And and they all each had their own personalities. But it's it's nothing like a dog Mm -hmm. for me. It's Mm -hmm. It's just it's not. It's different. It's it's a deeper connection. So speaking of relationships, I teased this email uh, last Friday. Uh, it's a Dr. Bad email. Um, it's about somebody who needs some advice regarding a divorce and uh, the, 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 the kid status, oh, yeah. who's getting who and all of that. Um, there's some toxic behaviors happening, and I wanted to give it more time, and I feel like now is the perfect time to get to that. This is from uh, Anonymous Listener. I am in desperate need of some advice. I went through a horrific divorce several years ago. We had an extremely toxic relationship. I was accused of domestic assault and have not seen my kids since then. 
Within the last year, we have been communicating more freely with each other through text messages. I have asked to see my kids and have been told I am too dangerous to see them. Mm. Well, within the last week, I have been receiving extremely explicit messages from my former spouse, like X-rated content as well as some pictures. I don't know what to do. I have expressed that I miss my kids. I want as little to do with my former spouse as possible as this individual terrifies me. But I am told I cannot see them because my former spouse is afraid of me. I am scared to ask for the explicit messages to stop as it would cause all communication to end. So he won't be able to have a connection to his kids. Wow. Please try to be as vague as possible. Well, I, I gave everything seemed pretty vague here. Um, as I truly am scared of possible retaliation, I am terrified. Wow. Oh. Um, oh. This, this is beyond my pay grade, man. This is deep. This is honestly, yeah, I don't... this is... This is awful. I hope you're saving all of that. Yes. Use as um, I don't evidence. Can is this something that I, can the police can just be? Because this is kind of a form of harassment, isn't it? I feel like he needs a lawyer, and I know that costs money. Yeah. But there are people on your side as well. This isn't. I mean, I know it's. Well, I don't know actually. I don't know. Who knows out there? We hear it's harder on the guys to be able to prove these things and to get courts on their side I, I i have no experience in this at all whatsoever i have heard it's gotten better than it used to be and i know lawyers cost money but i i i literally don't know what advice to give you because this sounds very uh, I, I don't know how you get access to your children without a lawyer yeah. and without causing yourself more because you're afraid of this other person and they're harassing you mm -hmm. with these texts. Yeah, I don't know. Do you start with law enforcement? And he's probably afraid to do that because of how he feels she's abusive. And did they just believe her? Was there was the law never in, or was the law involved and they just believed her over you? How did this come about? Did you did you guys not ever get were the court? Did he say the courts were involved? Um, to, because she all, has custody of the kids. Yeah. All I mean, he all he said was, "We I have asked to see my kids and have been told I'm too dangerous to see them." He doesn't actually mention anything. Who, yeah, yeah. By who? Yeah. By who? Exactly. It, has these she, all. Yes. Yeah, so by what, the way it sounds, is it's these are threats from her. These are your children, and yeah. you have rights. I just you need the law on your side to let you know what those rights are. Has she? Is she the one that's calling all the shots? And when it comes to your kids, I don't know. So here's here's the advice I have based off all the details. Um, I, I don't know how dangerous you are or what happened with you and your ex and, and your kids. But if it is just all allegations and she's sending you these explicit X rated messages, then you have to be strong enough to tell her to stop sending you those messages and that you only care about the kids and anything to deal with the kids is what you need to be sending me, not explicit messages. And I would save that, too. And if you ever do get the opportunity to go to court, it makes her look crazy and she probably won't be able to have custody of those kids. Absolutely, because she's initiating it by sending all the he's not requesting any of this. I think he needs guidance from the law. I Honestly, agree. I don't find that to be a bad idea, Kyle, because then it's it's like it's on record <laughs> through text that you you shared. I don't listen. She's already keeping the kids from you. I mean, you you already are not able to see them. Her sending these explicit uh, whatever she's sending you Videos is still not pictures. allowing you access to the kids. Yeah. It's not like she's holding that over you ransom and you get to see the kids now. So I, I just I think that like 
I don't I don't know what your money situation is. I know there are, are, are places that volunteer. I don't know of them, but you hear of it, that there are lawyers that uh, work on a scale or volunteer or to, to get information to see if that is a great idea that Kyle said. I mean, it sounds a great idea to me, but what the hell do I know? So we actually uh, have a call here from 8, uh, to 888-989-9811, uh, a person who claims to be a lawyer. This is uh, Aaron. Good morning. Good morning, Rat. How are you today? Hi, Good. How are you? I'm doing well. Or I should say bad. Yeah, so <laughs> I, I am a family law attorney, and obviously, you know, I don't know if this person's in California or not, but presuming that they are, um, and I don't know if he has a restraining order against him or had one, um, there is a family law code section, uh, family code 3044, which creates a rebuttable presumption that if one of the parents has been found by a court of competent jurisdiction to have committed domestic violence against the other, that there is uh, they shouldn't be awarded custody of the children, whether joint or sole. Uh, it's a rebuttable presumption, which means that it can be overcome. And so, you know, one of the best ways to do that is to start taking parenting classes. Um, oh. I would suggest taking in-person parenting classes if you can. The courts were allowing online a lot during COVID, but that's kind of starting to change now. And if he had a restraining order, um, could he, you know, adhere to the terms of the restraining order? You might want to consider anger management classes in addition to that. And then begin uh, agency professional supervised visitation. And the, the benefit of that is that even though there's a cost associated with it, the supervisors are, according to the rules of court, supposed to be neutral um, supervisors. All they do is report the facts. They don't make an opinion about one, one thing or the other. And so if you have several sessions of visitation with a supervisor that are going well and you can produce the transcripts to the court, and then you are, are also um, doing the anger management classes and the parenting classes, and then you file a motion to get custody, you're going to be able to overcome that presumption. Now, I'm not saying it's going to happen right away. It may take some time, but, I mean, I have clients that do it all the time. Okay. Okay. Does he need a lawyer for all of this that you're talking what was, about? What was that? Does he need a lawyer for all of this that you're talking about? Um, well, you don't need a lawyer, no. Um, but it certainly doesn't hurt to have someone who's professional what would your advice you the process. what would your advice be because we're not clear or maybe we are in the email brandon and i didn't hear it right D did he say she had a restraining order or that he was deemed there, she deems him to be violent it sounds like it was just a threat that he's been asked to not see the kids because he's too dangerous to see them and there's no mention yeah. of a of a restraining order or any type of legal dot the only thing the only legal mention here is that they went through a divorce already several years ago Okay. So, yeah, I mean, I, that's why I said I don't know if he does have one or not, but he, keep in mind he doesn't have to have a restraining order against him to make the Family Code 3044 presumption apply. All it has okay. to be found is that he's committed domestic violence, whether there's a restraining order involved or not. All right. so, and so if, if that has been found by, by the court, he's got to overcome that presumption. Got it. So, Aaron, can you answer this uh, email we got here from William? Uh, he says family court services will provide him a free lawyer. He needs to get into court. Is family court services uh, a good place to start? Family court services does not provide attorneys. What family court services is is mediation. So oh. the law says that when a parent files a motion for custody or visitation of a child, of a child rather, um, that they have to go to court-ordered mediation that's provided through the court, all right? And the goal is to try and get the parties to come to an agreement, right? Which 
as I'm sure you can imagine, oftentimes doesn't happen. And so if the parties don't come to an agreement, the mediator is going to make a recommendation to the court. And more often than not, the mediator's recommendation is going to be followed by the court. Um, and so then you, if it's a, a favorable recommendation, then great. If it's not, you got to keep working at it right. until you're able to get a different recommendation. Got it. And so it, I, thank you. Thank you, Aaron. Thank you so yeah, much. That, thank you, man. That was I mean, very... I'm sure if that was for someone else, it'd be thousands of dollars, that phone call. So thank <laughs> Seriously, you. Yeah. Uh, it turned <laughs> it to be in the Dr. Aaron, uh, <laughs> I, Dr. Aaron podcast. Oh shoot. You know what I did? I just realized I wanted to ask him. Um, oh, I think is it was, he, is hey, he Aaron, there? Aaron, are you still on the line? Yeah. Sorry, yeah, to, sorry to cut you off. So he says that she, the ex-wife, is sending him vulgar, is it videos and texts, yes, Brandon? Yes, What What does he do with that? Does he save those, show them to the law? I mean, she's harassing him, basically. I, I, I think that that certainly dilutes her claim that she's uh, in fear of him. Um, and, you know, if I was his attorney, I'd be like, yeah, 100%. We're going to show that to the court. If she's so scared of him. Why is she showing him or these explicit photos? And I don't know what she's sending, but presuming yeah. that she's trying to come on to him, you know, and she can't be that scared if she's trying to have sex with him, right? Right. Yeah. yeah. Fair so. enough. Yeah. Well, Thank you. She sounds crazy. Yeah. This poor guy. You know what? Yeah. This sucks. is awful. And the kids, the yeah. poor oh, kids. They're the, they're the yeah. biggest victims. Yeah. Is that what you're going to say? Kyle? Yeah, that's exactly what it is. It, yeah. it, it, it's terrible. I mean, I thank God I, I, I went through a few divorces in my childhood. And thank God both my parents had the backbone and spine to be with another partner that actually cared for us and everything. And we had it good. And we were never like shied away from our parents in any way. I, I just I and, and it was still devastating to some degree. I can't imagine going through something like this. And these kids haven't been around him, so they only have to go off what the mom is saying. Oh. And you know, maybe we're only getting his email. Maybe he is violent and all these other things. Who knows? Yeah, or maybe there are plenty of women that are this way that are crazy and awful. And if that is the case, what the stories? that the mom is telling those poor kids that's all they have to go off yeah, of. it's awful it is awful um, hopefully yeah. maybe family law services is a good place to start yeah. at least get the conversation going um, but yeah just save everything you, yeah you can't do this alone no <laughs> you're gonna have to, to hey. seek some professional help and, and hopefully you have the means or there's a place that you can get that maybe through family law services that they can uh, refer yeah, yeah absolutely um, we're gonna I'm sure we're gonna get a lot of uh, reaction to that and I'll, I'll get to that later but uh, we wanted to I want to circle back to a conversation we were having last week about about uh, server etiquette, uh, bartending etiquette, also being a bar goer, <laughs> the etiquette that goes along with it. Okay. And, and we have a couple of uh, <laughs> service industry veterans here in the studio. Uh, Don uh, waited tables a long time ago, and yeah. Kyle was a waiter and bartender. That's correct. Um, well, more cur currently, at least. Yes. Right? I mean, yes. Yeah, yeah, he still has the skills. Yeah. He, I still have the skills. No, I mean, like, you're more up to date. Oh, I see. Oh, yeah. Yes. Very much so. <laughs> On the industry. Well, yeah, I would you, say last time I was a... Was it 1991 was the last time I worked in a restaurant? Oh, my God. So the yeah. beer came in giant wooden barrels <laughs> with, like, the plug in it, and you had to pull the plug out and fill up your steins. You didn't check IDs either. <laughs> oh, no. Hey, if they passed, right? <laughs> <laughs> ah, that'll work. We got this uh, email to rad at radradio.com from Mark. Hey, Mark. So I wanted to touch up on a subject, subject you were talking about on Friday. I was catching up on Friday's show, uh, and I, I heard you guys talking about tipping waitresses and waiters, and I just wanted to add that tipping DoorDash about tipping DoorDash drivers. The base pay and deliveries for DoorDash is pretty much just your gas that's spent on the delivery. Most of the DoorDash pay comes from tips. 
I know sometimes people complain about waiting a while or getting the wrong item, but a majority of the time when they hand you the bag, it's sealed and you can't look inside. And almost always I'm stuck waiting at busy restaurants where they don't really care about the DoorDash as much. So a lot of the, of the wait time is just based on how busy the restaurant is mm-hmm. and not because the driver was taking forever. That was one sentence. <laughs> That was a very Dawn-like wow. sentence. Oh, my God. Yeah. Uh, I know not everyone can always tip, but when you can, it's greatly appreciated. Uh, listen, I'm going to say something, and I don't want this to sound mean or harsh, but if you cannot tip DoorDash, why are you ordering DoorDash? Because you, you the whole... it is. I'm sorry. This one really gets to me because... What a beautiful convenience they're providing you, mm-hmm. honestly, that that service exists. That It's not just pizza anymore, right? There is so many things at our fingertips that can come to our house now. Mm-hmm. And that person on the other end that's driving that vehicle and running that errand for you. In exactly. that moment, mm-hmm. they are your personal assistant yep. that... Only rich people used to have to have, right? Only rich people had this, where they would call their personal assistant and go, go get me this, this, and this. This is what I need, right? And that's what they're doing. Tip them. I don't I, I don't even know why you don't. Why wouldn't you? Oh, hey, my God. You know the price you're paying for the food, and then you look at the charges and the service fees and everything. It's not that much. And that so a tip no- goes a long mm-hmm. way. And that has nothing to do with them. It's not like they're taking all of that. Exactly. Right? Oh, no. it all goes to the, the restaurant. <laughs> and some of it goes to the DoorDash, they, and then you get the, the little fix, the, feel, yep. the the leftovers. If you don't like all the fees, then you leave your house and you go pick it up. Amen. Oh, that's right. You don't want to. Uh-huh. So you are paying someone. Listen, the, you got to. This is how I, I really I'm very, I feel very strongly about this. When you're getting DoorDash or any service like that, you are paying the fees you would have paid. Had you gone and picked it up, but of course they're going to charge a delivery fee that DoorDash and whoever else the service is, that's their profit. That's what, the, I don't know if it's a profit, but that's their fee, not the person that's coming to deliver it to you. That is separate. That's a separate thing, and you need to pay that person too. And if you don't want to, then go pick it up yourself. <laughs> it, it is. I mean, just... I'll say it a million. I know I just said the same thing, but I can say it a million different yeah. ways. I mean, they're, they're not, people, they combine it. They think the driver is DoorDash. Right. They're not. Nope. That's a company. And they're taking their time out of their day to do that. And it's a great job. It's yeah. like a lot of people yeah. really do make a great living off of it. And thank it, you so yes. much for, yeah. for doing it. But it's it's not that hard. If you're having to worry about the tip on top of your DoorDash, that, then, that's going to break the bank. And you shouldn't be DoorDashing in the first exactly. place. Exactly. Yeah. Thank you. Because have you? Oh, I've done this before. I'm like, good God, Don, get up and go pick it up. Where it is literally... <laughs> Sometimes $40 more. Yeah. But, I mean, honestly, mm-hmm. just depending on delivery fee, the this, the that. And then you you switch it from delivery to pickup, and boy, does that bottom line change. Yep. And that's not mm-hmm. even with the tip, right? Yeah. Like, good grief. Man. Yeah. Yeah, just don't be tip lazy them. and tip Jeez. them. Be a good human. Um, good uh, Pretend you are rich in that, exactly. in that point. And then tip fat. Exactly. Yes. Uh, so we got a, a uh, couple of uh, email responses here to the uh, Dr. Bad letter about the uh, the guy who needs some help figuring out how to get into contact with his kids, despite the very toxic spouse. Um, another resource that Ben, the bailiff, wrote in about. Ooh, ben the bailiff. The bailiff. bailiff. You should send in some courtroom jokes, oh. Ben the bailiff. You know, we <laughs> have the big D with the dad jokes. Yeah. Athena tells the dark jokes. Maybe Ben the bailiff ben can the write bailiff. in. 
some power. That's torture. exciting. Yeah. I, I, I love a courtroom. Oh my God, I love a hospital, a courtroom, <laughs> police stations. I, I just love all that stuff. But with the hospitals, though, they're so oh. sad sometimes. And it's, oh, but they're so interesting. Unless you're getting drugs. Oh, man. Because <laughs> of everything that's going <laughs> everything on. Everything that's going on. And just um, everything they all know just is fascinating. But, I love all of it. So, <laughs> what about a courthouse? Just because there might be a murder in there and they're trying to figure out who done it and all that? It doesn't even have to be a murder. Oh, like, I even, of the, when I got called into jury duty it was um someone suing the company they worked for Ooh. it was awful she thought that they were the reason she lost her baby it was oh. really sad. oh no it was can so you sad. talk about that yeah because i didn't give specifics oh, okay right? yeah that's true it's just broad <laughs> okay i was just curious because i've never done jury, jury that just scared yeah. me no I, I don't know i think after the fact yeah you, i know during it of course you cannot say anything and they kicked me off the jury because of this show Oh, well, that makes because sense. Because I was talking about, and you're allowed. To, I was, I wasn't. I was. They're like, you cannot talk about this case on the show while it's happening. And I was like, oh no, 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 we're not. No, not at all. I won't do that. Well, a lot of people in that courthouse listen to the show, and somewhere along the line, the the communication got mixed up because the judge calls me, and I was like, oh my god, whoa. He was so directly. Nice, I loved him. Wow. Um, Great judge. I wish I could remember his name because I would vote for him for something. You know, like, <laughs> do we vote for ju- like whatever it is within yeah. your county? Yeah, maybe oh, they'll go for governor. He was amazing. Yeah, and um, and they're like, I was like, no, 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 I was talking about you and like your process of when everyone's standing up trying to get out of it, like that process. That was enough. And That's he was me. like, he's like, yeah, you know, <laughs> fine, but. It's still making pe- it's making the other side uneasy or whatever. Okay. I don't forget though. I forget now. This was years ago. Well, that makes sense but, because yeah. you let something slide. Yeah. Like if you were on the on the. I mean, I'm not saying you would intentionally, yeah. but it, like it would just slip out <laughs> yeah. accidentally. Right. Uh, some of the details. But they were out. like, "Thank you so much, though." I mean, your notebook, you know, because they take your notebook every day. Oh. And they're okay. like, "Boy, you were taking notes." I'm like, "Heck yeah, I'm taking this seriously." Nice. <laughs> oh well, it's good to know because I try to get out of jury duty as often as possible. I can't stand going. I've ignored most of the letters that come because I've, I've gone before and they make you sit in that long ass line of a room like you sit in there and you wait for everybody and you get called up and then you get to explain oh. some stuff and if you tell them you're a student you don't have to you don't have to go either so you can always get a, get out of it by telling them that I too just, I don't get that mentality this it's is what uh, it's boring no, no, I, it is your civil duty ah, I don't want to oh do it oh my god go, get out of America you <laughs> need Oh my God! Get out! This is, this is what I loved about the judge because some of the excuses people were given, he had had it. He's like, I, they were lame, and so, there were very valid where it's like, okay, yes, but oh my God, he had had it, and he went into this whole thing of our country and its formation and all of those who have fought for all of this. I mean, like it was. <laughs> he's like, and all we're asking you to do, right, is come in and do this. Oh, I loved it. Because he was treating us like the toddlers we were being. Oh, and good. I loved it very much because it needed to be said. Yeah, whip you into yeah. shape. Yeah. yeah. It's a, and they pay you. With, Kyle, I think they pay you. <laughs> eh, I don't know. I mean, I don't well, care. you're appealing to Kyle. Yeah, I'm I don't want to get him interested. sit in that room. I don't want to waste my time. I've got other things to do in the oh. day. I'm being selfish. Yeah, I get it. But I, I uh-uh. Yeah, well, no. You know what? Sadly, There's so many other people that can do it. Yeah, sadly, our, our armed forces also fought for you to be selfish 
Yep. <laughs> yes, they did. Yeah, I just think that like and you, you know, Kyle is from a very military family. That's so, true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. See, <laughs> you know? I I find it hard to believe that Kyle wouldn't want to serve up some justice somehow. Like, yeah, it depends on the case. Okay, so if it was, it's a case by case basis, so <laughs> yeah. you'll go just to find out which case it is. If it's just like a, a like a small theft type of thing, you're out. I'm out. But yeah. if it's like a murder of a grandma, oh, I don't know. I still don't want to have to go through it. <laughs> okay, you have a soft spot for kids. That's I just happened don't. To a kid. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, I don't yeah. want because they go on for weeks at a time. Like, am I going to be able to take time off of this show for that? Probably I, not. Look, I left no. every day at nine. Okay. Remember? Oh, that's right. Yes. Yeah. So you, yep. you get a half day no. or a no. three quarter day. No, see, I'm going to I'm gonna disobey. I'm going to let something out on the air about the case, too. <laughs> I'll be like, oh, yeah, this happened on the case. And I hope that judge calls me and be like, you're out of here. I'm like, thank you. I was so bummed. I was like, ah. But you were then, invested. Uh, yes. Yeah. I'm like, geez. And then they, they did call me after it was all done. And I'm thinking, why are they calling me? I thought I was in trouble. She's like, don't you know? want to know the verdict? I'm like, oh, yes. <laughs> so Ben the bailiff wrote in some advice for the Dr. Bad Letter, um, and that, that's what got us on, on that whole courthouse tangent. Uh, he says, let him know that most courthouses have a public law center that has an attorney to help you through the process and filling out and filing the paperwork. It is free, but the attorney de- the attorney does not represent you. Wow. Yes, oh, that's I, nice to know. I can attest to that. I used such a service uh, for a divorce not too long ago, and they are fantastic. Good. They are free, okay. and they are very helpful. Um, that is definitely a good resource to get to. And if you can get to that point where you can work co- uh, cohesively with your ex. You said you, what did you say? They go to the county courthouse for that? Yes. Okay. Most courthouses. Most, court Most courthouses. Courthouses. You just yes. go in and he should ask. Yeah, public law center. Where, yeah. where, point me in the direction. And then there's someone there to guide you through. Yeah. Nice. Oh, I love that. Let's play the pressure cooker right now. It's brought to you by Matthew's Mattress. They're family owned and operated in the Sacramento area for over 30 years with 11 locations. There are two T's in Matthew's and two T's in Mattress. You can find them online at matthewsmattress.com. We've got a pair of tickets for you to see Janet Jackson at the venue at Thunder Valley Casino and Resort this Friday. The pressure cooker is our daily trivia game that we play every single day, although we don't get a winner every single day. We sure don't. It's trivia. You either know it or you don't. Uh, you don't. Five right in 30 seconds. And none of that matters unless you're caller 18. You can do it. 888-989-9811 for the pressure cooker. Rob, anybody, and Dawn. The Rob, anybody, and Dawn Show. Mark your calendars. Who owns a calendar? It's 2023. Everyone uses a phone. Either way, Rhinopalooza is Saturday, November 18th at South 40 in Reno. Details at radradio.com. We got this email to rad at radradio.com from Leah. Hey, Leah. I understand that jury duty service is my civic duty. <laughs> and I will serve if called. However, if I feel like the jury system in America is very flawed, we are reliant on Oh, sorry, that was just a full sentence. Let me try that again. I did this way better. Redo. <laughs> <laughs> However, <laughs> I feel like the jury system in America is very flawed. End of sentence. We are reliant on a group of humans to be honest and actually care about other people. Not to mention that a vast majority of Americans are not what I would classify as intelligent. I wouldn't trust them to decide what I have for lunch, let alone whether someone was guilty of murder or not. The trial is all based upon which lawyer puts on a better show, and the jury can be swayed by their personal feelings and experiences. I, 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 oh my God. See, this is where 
Rob has needed to rein me in because I'll probably say <laughs> things that are not okay. Okay. Like, don't live here then. Yeah. I mean, we're, it's the, it is flawed, absolutely, and there's plenty of things that need to be fixed, but it's the best system in the world. Like, who do you want deciding it for you? Did you hear that elitism in there? Mm. Aren't smart enough? Do you want the government to decide? Is that who you want in charge? Do you want the almighty elite to be in there, in the courtrooms, constantly deciding our fate? Screw that. Oh, my God. I'd rather have the people any day over any God. I say get the government out of everything, okay? You want to get me going. Mm -hmm. The only thing they should have involvement in is the military. Everything else, leave it up to us, the citizens, because we do everything as flawed as we are and as terrible as we are. We are still better than the government. He didn't even have a solution. Who's your solution? If it's not the people, who is it? Is it the almighty people that we elect? Is that who you want? We've elected these supreme beings into office, and aren't they doing so well for us? not so oh my god what does rob do in these cases to rein you in uh, tell I, me all the things i'm saying wrong that aren't factual oh, okay <laughs> i'm sorry <laughs> no, no. Uh, <laughs> are, this is all opinion based yeah and how i feel and it does something to me because even as crappy as we are as a country i'm so very prideful to be here and live in america and yes our you know it's one thing if you say Oh, it's hard to be in that room because our, our system is, it has flaws. It absolutely has flaws. And there's things that need to be fixed. No one's not saying that. But it is still the greatest in the world. And still, you make me nervous, you new Americans. That's what I call you. That want more government involvement. That's what, who, who are you wanting to decide if not the regular people amongst us? You like the elites? You like the elected officials? Screw that. God, no. I trust them. They're more gross and disgusting than we are. Ew. So, Kyle, yes. you're wanting to get out of jury duty? Yes. I, I got a retired <laughs> police officer he, uh, here saying that the best way to get out of jury duty was to tell the court if they weren't guilty that they wouldn't be here. Damn right. <laughs> what is it? Innocent until proven guilty, right? Yeah. Oh, let's get to the pressure cooker. Got a pair of tickets to see Janet Jackson at the all-new venue at Thunder Valley Casino and Resort on uh, this Friday. Here's how this, uh, actually, Caller 18, let me get this pulled up here because this is the order that we do things around here. <laughs> Caller 18 is Sean. Good morning. Morning. What's up? What's up? Here's how this works. The timer starts when I finish reading the first question, which is true or false. You've got a 50-50 shot. You get the first one right, then you got to get four more right for a total of five to win. You can pass any questions you want. We'll do a recap when we're done to give you your score and everyone playing along the answers. You're going to have to take the first thing that you say, and if you're saying, what's up, then you say, <laughs> I object. Then i got to take, what's up, as your answer. Do you have any questions? <laughs> nope, sorry. Didn't, couldn't hear you. What'd you say, no, Sean? No questions. Oh, okay, right. good. Good luck. Good, because I didn't hear it. That's great. True or false, Halloween is one week from today. True. Which team won last night's Monday night football game? Pass. Who will be the musical guest this week on Saturday Night Live? Pass. What creature do vampires transform into? Bat. Three NFL coaches have won more than 300 games. Name one. Pass. <laughs> Americans now spend more money on Halloween than any other holiday except one. Name it. 
Christmas. All right. Wow. Let's see. We got one, two, three, four, five, six questions out. All right. You only need five. Uh, Let's see how he did. I hope he didn't pass too many times. Mm. Let's see. True or false, Halloween is one week from today that he said that is true. Skid. It is one week from today, and we still don't have our Halloween costumes oh, no! for the family. Um, it changed last minute. <laughs> oh, and it did. Okay. I, and I, you know, I, I love our nine-year-old. She's. I, I was totally expecting this. I was planning on being nimble. If, so, if she changed her mind, I'd be cool with that. Yeah. But for some reason, she wants to be a family of Peter Pan. So Aww. my girlfriend's going to be Peter Pan in the green tights. Hello. Yeah. Oh. I'm going to be Captain Hook because oh. I look like a pirate already. My so dark. it kind of works. Yeah. And then uh, the nine-year-old's going to be Tinkerbell. Okay. Cool. Yeah, they so, changed their mind. Yeah, that'll be yeah. Uh, So, yes, Halloween this uh, week I, from today. I need to get candy. Like, is there oh. any left? Yeah, there's yeah, tons. plenty. Like the good stuff, yeah. right? Like, I yeah. still, to hand out and then to get for you, for you all. I, I got your guys' cute trick-or-treat bag. Oh, yes. thank you. Oh, it's a holiday Just tradition. fill them with candy. Nice. <laughs> cool. Yeah, I went uh, shopping this weekend, just looking for costumes and stuff, and went yeah. to the other, you know, the big department stores, and they have tons of candy. Tons. Good okay. deals and all yeah. that. Yeah. Yay. Oh, I love a deal. Which team won <laughs> last night's Monday Night Football game? He passed. Do we know? Uh, the Vikings. Oh, yeah. That's right. It was the Vikings. They beat the Niners. My pops told me that this morning he lives with us he's a niner fan very upset he's like, about it. yeah, yeah. Mm. he's not happy who will be the musical guest this week on saturday night live he said pass do we know anybody no anybody? idea Bueller? i know we talked about it, but i don't remember Bueller, the foo fighters oh. Oh. oh you don't sound too thrilled about that kyle <laughs> i don't watch saturday night live that much i used to watch some of the older ones back in the day with vince vaughn and um will ferrell but i haven't caught up on any of the up-to-date ones. So, I just don't watch Saturday Night Live. So just wait till the Foo Fighters performance just comes out on YouTube. I'll just wait for you that. and Rob to talk about it. Oh, Maybe okay. if I feel like it, I'll YouTube the video, and that's about as far as I'm going to go on Saturday Night Live. Cool. I, I am so old, because when I hear him say, back in the day, right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking Steve Martin. Right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Talking like mid-90s, early 2000s, I think. Yeah. Yes, first season and he's like oh, will ferrell which for kyle that is back in yeah, the day this it is, is a dig on you it's a dig on me i'm like, oh, i know <laughs> back in the day you're ancient i get it <laughs> what creature do vampires transform into he said a bat that's right uh three nfl coaches have won more than 300 games name one he passed does anybody know any any one of them what is this again three nfl coaches that have won more than 300 games uh, uh, i don't know the belichick Patri- belichick is oh, one yeah. is that the patriot guy uh, yes. Belichick? Yes, okay, it is. That's mm-hmm. what I was yeah. thinking. Uh, uh, ooh, someone from the Niners, a coach from there. Uh, uh, which one was that? The, the coach that coached during the Montana days. <laughs> yeah, so, I don't know. That guy. So the other two are uh, Hallas and Shula, or Hallas and Shula. So this is where Rob would normally interject his, his amazing Knowledge, facts about yeah. NFL and, and the coaches. Cause, and he actually wrote this pressure cooker. Who were they from? Um, the Hollis? Uh, Hollis? Was, Hollis? I never even Hollis. heard Hollis. Hollis. Hollis? George Hollis was... Oh, uh, George Hollis. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I feel so bad for the people that I are know, sports try, fans listening right now. They he are. was the founder and owner of the Chicago Bears. <laughs> oh, the Bears. And served as the head coach on four occasions. Oh, I bet he was around during the refrigerator oh, yeah. days, he right? He died back in the 80s. He was around from 1980. 1895 to 1983. 1895? Yeah, so this is like old Bears football. Damn. Okay, and then who's the other fella? Shula? Don Shula was a coach in... That sounds familiar. Miami? 1963. Let's see. Miami. Yeah, he was Miami. He was the Dolphins. Oh, my God! Yeah! Yeah. Yeah. Hey. 
You know it's on... bad when when Dawn knows the most <laughs> about sports, and we're, Kyle and I have to rush to the Google page, right? and we're we're just uh, making brains explode all oh, over God, yes. all over the listening region. Uh, and the final question uh, was: Americans now spend more money on Halloween than any other holiday except one. He said Christmas. That got him three rounds. Oh, you lose. Oh, man. <laughs> no Janet Jackson tickets for you, but you'll have one more chance to win at 9 o'clock with the pressure cooker. Rob. Anybody. And Dawn. The Rob. Anybody. And Dawn Show. And now, back to Bad Radio. So, let me get this straight. Brandon is hosting the show, but Rob is there. Uh-huh. Why isn't it <laughs> Brad Radio? Does the show not like people named Brad? Was Rob too cheap to pay for the trademark? Yes. What are we doing here? I don't know. And now, back to the Brandon, Anybody, and Dawn Show. Now more than ever, I don't know. We got this email to RAD at RabRadio.com from Wendy. Hi, Wendy. Yay, I can't wait for Tech to you Tuesday with Sexy Ian. Oh, my. Sexy Ian. Oh, boy. She's got the hots for the bald and bearded guy. Yeah. I love this show. Thank you guys so very much. Yes, uh, Ian, the sexy one, will be hosting <laughs> Tech to you Tuesdays. Um, he will be mod- modestly dressed, I'm sure, as he always is, because he's representing his company, Tech to you Yeah. Um, it's the, the other stuff is on the OnlyFans site. I'll give you that off the air. Um, no, After hours. Just kidding. Uh, Ian will be hosting Tech to You Tuesday on Rad TV at members.radradio.com uh, right after the live show today. So uh, just sit tight and he'll join in and uh, start his show and he'll answer a lot of questions that you might have. And if you email any tech-related questions to rad at radradio.com, he will find them or we'll get them to him. Either way, he will uh, answer any questions that you might have. And he's also going to be covering uh, the 23andMe data, bra- data breach and how it happened, the implications of the breach, and how to prevent it from happening to you. It is a big deal, and it's potentially going to impact a lot of people. Here's how oh. you prevent it from happening to you. Don't do one Don't spit in that vial. <laughs> you got to be careful if you like, spit in a courthouse now, too. Are they going to pick up your DNA and bottle it and store it, too? Why is why is a courthouse the place, like the official place, where they would extract your DNA from just your... Your flatulence. Or... You're right. I guess if you were spitting in the courthouse, they probably have your DNA already. You're probably in handcuffs too. Ooh, yeah, you're, if you're if you're on the wrong end, absolutely. But you might not expect it, and that's why. Mm, yes. <laughs> Don't sit in the pews. They'll get you. Uh, at the end of the segment, uh, before we went to commercial break, uh, you, uh, Stephen wrote in and said, two pressure cookers in one day, huh? You're killing it, Brandon. Yeah, I'm killing something. Uh, I, I, did I say pressure cooker at the end of the... the li- I didn't hear it. I thought I said I, trouble, trouble. If I, if not, I meant trouble, it, trouble right, at 9 o'clock yeah. to win uh, Janet Jackson eh, tickets. That, yeah. that's, hey, a, that's an innocent mistake. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. Yeah, Stephen. And maybe think, what? What if there was? Maybe we yeah. will do another pressure he, cooker. He's probably having no. fun with you. Oh, okay. Yeah, right. yeah. It's all good, Stephen. <laughs> Um, Brad wrote in in response to our uh, sporty sports conversation during the last segment uh, during the pressure cooker. There was oh a God. question about the most yeah. winningest coaches, uh, 300 or more, and Belichick was one of them. And then uh, Don Shula and Hollis. Uh, ha- Hollis. Ha- yeah, Hollis. Brad is hating this. Uh, he says, I'm tearing my eyes out on this sports discussion. You guys are killing me. When will Rob return? <laughs> 
Yes. Oh, God, I uh, could only imagine. I'm sure if he's up and he's listening <laughs> on the app or whatever, he's definitely screaming at us going, what the? Uh, I think yeah. he probably has an idea that we're not too sports savvy. Like, yeah. I know a little bit here and there about my teams, but it's, I mean, no. the visual's funny, though, Yes. of people that know. Yeah, they're just like, ah! <laughs> Their eyes are bleeding. Oh, they're man. like, stop talking about it. <laughs> so uh, we were also on the topic of, of tipping uh, because somebody had wrote, wrote in and because we've been talking a lot about the service industry and, and uh, good versus bad services, how bartenders like to uh, do their thing. And it just it's evolved into the just very general broad topic that we can all relate to about the service industry. Um, and DoorDash came up earlier because they need tips too because they don't necessarily get a lot of profit from each run that they do. And they're running that errand for you. Yeah. So be kind and tip them. It's a tippable service. Yeah, it's the very least you could do. Um, we actually got a email from producer Nick. Hey, Nick. In response to this. Ooh, ooh. He says, hey, Rad fam, I speak from experience on this. Before you blame your DoorDasher on the delay of your order, consider this. DoorDashers do not tip the takeout people at the restaurants where they pick up the food, which does not make them friends of the takeout workers. Sometimes these orders are enormous. If I'm a takeout person putting together dozens of orders for regular customers who are tipping me on the spot, then I get a huge DoorDash order. Guess who gets pushed to the back, back, back of the line? That's why our DoorDash food may take a little longer to get to you or not be as hot as it should be. That's a good observation, man. That is. Wow. Thank that does make much, sense because, mm-hmm. yeah, we used to um, fight over sometimes who was going to put together particular to-go orders because they would be regular ones and mm-hmm. people that you get to know, know over time mm-hmm. and you knew how great of a tipper they were. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, that that is something that is lost to DoorDash, but DoorDash is still providing you at home a service. But, yeah, that DoorDash person now has to deal with the politics of the mm-hmm. restaurant. Yeah. Like, oh, I know you're doing, you know, someone who did order our food a service, but you're taking away my tip. Yep. Work harder and be a server. <laughs> yeah. yeah, or become a stripper because the person oh, you're God. describing at the restaurant who tips well and gets good service, all like you go gravitate towards that person. I think that's also the same thing as a sugar daddy, right? <laughs> We got this email to rad at rabradio.com from Kaylee. Hi, Kaylee. I'm a DoorDasher, and I get a lot of $0 tips, unfortunately. I also use DoorDash to order food a lot, and I know that not giving a tip doesn't even show in the tip percentage options. You actually have to select custom tip and and change it to $0. So you have to go above and beyond to be a scumbag. Wow. What a scrooge. And and that's what a scumbag would do. Oh, absolutely. They would go above and beyond Mm. to be a scumbag. No, thanks. (laughs) DoorDasher just pay them. Uh, uh, as a dasher, you only get paid from the time you accept the order till you drop off the order. If it takes 30 minutes total, I make $7 plus tip, and that is it. I also have been a server and bartender for many years, regardless of what service. Tip your server. Yes. Yep. Yeah. And for all of you that are screaming, well, you're the one that signed up for the job. Aren't you glad they did? So you can have your food delivered at home? Mm-hmm. God. You're welcome. No one told you to do that. Well, actually, yes, we did, because we do want that service. Mm-hmm. So we do need people wanting to do it. Uh, we got uh, this uh, email from LaVon. Okay. Uh, there's... There's no facts to, to base it. I think this just sounds like an, an opinion, but Instacart basically pays the same way, and I find that Uber rich, or Uber rich are the worst tippers. Is Uber rich a service? I don't know. No, they're talking about oh, like, that the, the people Uber... who are Uber rich don't tip well. Uh, this is because see, we're talking about food delivery services yeah, yeah, and yeah, Uber yeah. Eats, and oh, that was stupid. Yeah. On there part. should be one. 
yeah, <laughs> you know, no, for rich people. Yeah, you pay an extra fee and it gets there faster. Shows up in a private jet or something. Oh my, a private jet. <laughs> that, that's quite an Uber. I know. Isn't it Uber where you can get the <laughs> helicopter option? Is like oh, isn't that, that a I thing? don't know. I think that Holy is moly. like Urban Air or uh, Uber Air. I think is what it's called. Oh my lord. Yeah, I, I remember somebody, somebody just randomly getting it. I mean, I, and wouldn't you need a helicopter pad at your house if they're picking you up at home? That's the catch, right? You have to have the mansion that has the uh, the helipad. Yeah. Rob, anybody, and Dawn. The Rob, anybody, and Dawn Show. Just remember, maggots, if your turkey sucks, it's not our fault. The 2023 Rad Turkey Brian can be yours right now at radradio.com in the stupid store. We got this email to red at radradio.com from Adam. Hey, Adam. It says, Brando, I highly encourage any bourbon aficionados to try any of CK's barrel selections. Not Aww. only are they one-of-a-kind products, they have all been fantastic, and you will not find a lower price on any single barrel bottle anywhere. Wow. Well, that's good to know. Our buddy CK is, in fact, the uh, owner and operator of, of all the NorCal bottle shop locations, uh, Folsom, Carmichael, Rockland, and one more, Marysville. There we yes. go. There we go. Yeah, um, yeah. And uh, th- just this last Saturday, they dropped a brand new single barrel pick from Four, Ro- Four Roses Bourbon. Say that three times <laughs> fast. Four Roses Bourbon. Four. Anyway. Last Saturday, dropped them all, and on they sold out in Rockland, but there are still Damn, a few amazing. amount of of inventory left at the Folsom Bottle Shops for that four barrel. Come on, man! No, four four roses. roses barrel release. I'm glad you you're it. saying it and not me. Jeez, and yeah, it's no. all all hand picked and hand uh, mouth tasted by CK and, <laughs> and his crew at the NorCal Bottle Shops. Uh, you can find all the their information at NorCalBottleShops.com. They're so knowledgeable. They are. But, you know, honestly, like I think a lot of times when you go into a liquor store, you don't really think you're going to experience that. Right, it's just the person behind the counter. What do you want? Here you go. But like, it's like being in a restaurant, and you know, when you have to know all the different liquors and what they're about, because mm-hmm. someone's asking that's also ordering food and their drinks. Yeah, that's what they remind me of. They just know everything in there, and they have like a happy passion for it. Absolutely, which and is great. Their family owned and operated. His whole family is in in the shop with yeah. him. Sometimes, even his wife, she knows yeah. so much. And I, and the reason I say even his wife is because she's not even a drinker. Yeah, he, he admitted right? that on the air yeah. a while back. Yeah. The, the fact that he but she knows and he yeah. he drinks and, and she doesn't and yeah. that they still totally it totally works yeah. with them and they, uh, they run great. their business fantastically yeah, yeah. him his cave and his kids are helping out in there I, I see the son stalking i see the daughters doing them. social media yeah i wonder if they know anything about some good whiskey and bourbon <laughs> not saying they've tried it but maybe they're knowledgeable yeah i wonder yeah. i wonder if they smell it and they have any interest in or just in they any just learn right? yeah exactly um, hearing them talk about it yeah uh the, you can find all their information out at norcalbottleshops.com i got this nice email here to rad at rabradio.com from Lori. hey Lori. not to put myself in the category of the all Mighty Rob, but I can relate to his need to be in control because he's the only one he knows for sure will handle everything properly. Just seeing him relax and know he has the space to let someone else fill his shoes sometimes speaks volumes about your ability. Aww. It's rare for a self-admitted control freak to let go and know things will be okay without my constant effort to keep all the plates spinning. Yes. Good for you, Brandon, and good for you, Rob, too. Awesome. Yes. Thank you very much, Aww. Lori, and uh, I, I agree I, it's, it is humbling to know that he's able to take a back seat and take care of personal matters, uh, even if he just needs to get some sleep. 
the you know your mental wellness is, is what's it, most important it's you, a, yes. take care of yourself absolutely that's a big deal and it's a big deal like um we we just always have such a special place in our heart for you brandon because we've known you forever since you were a kid so it's like i really really hope that this helps you with knowing how capable you are because Rob's not, you know, he's not doing something that makes him uncomfortable. He's not leaving anyone in charge if he doesn't believe in them, you know? So it's like when you have those moments of doubt, which all humans do, Mm -hmm. you know, lean on that. It's it's pretty great because it's been fewer and far between where I go, oh, you don't deserve that. That's not you. They're going to figure out. But I, the last week and a half now almost, it's been uh, such a huge confidence booster. And I honestly, I couldn't do it without any of you people here. Um, so Kyle and Dawn and our phone screener. Honestly, I, I couldn't do it. Like yeah. I, I was lost this morning. I just didn't really feel it. And so having you guys on the team, it really helps Good. Uh, yeah. Get, yeah. get me out of that funk. That's what we're here uh, for. So I, I appreciate that, Lori. And yes, Rob is out today. Hopefully he's back tomorrow. Um, and if he's not, we'll, we'll likely not have Mixed Picks uh, podcast on Rad TV at members.radradio.com. Um, yeah, so, you don't want any of us filling up. <laughs> we won't know. Oh based my on, God, could you imagine? Brad would be tearing his hair out <laughs> if he has any. Um, <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. So uh, we we wish Rob the best and uh, hope that he's getting the rest that he needs. And I I had this set up. Here we go. Let's get to the holiday pile. What? I am unprepared again. I don't know how many days there are till Christmas. A few. <laughs> Probably like 90. Yeah, I mean, Where are we at? is so there that many? 25 is in December. Yeah, you do the and math. then you add another 30. So what is that? 66 so. plus, uh, where are we at with this? We have another 66 days. So 72 more days? Oh, 62 days. Oh, oh 62. Oh. Okay, 10 off. Not yeah, bad. So close. How many do you think is for Thanksgiving? 62. Come on. Give me, give me Minus another 25. Uh, I can't do that math. Forty something. Okay. Thirty days. <laughs> Damn it. And Halloween is seven days away. I could do that. Uh-huh. Yeah. I could do that one in my head. That one's easy. Yeah. Suck it, mathematicians. Boo. Uh, so with the holiday pile, um, yeah, Halloween's a week away. If you don't have your costumes, get them now. Um, yes. I'm dealing with the supply chain um, concerns because a lot of people have ordered their uh, their their costumes online, but. If it comes in the wrong size and you have to send it back, then yep. you're most likely not going to get that return or back. You get sent the wrong time. one, or that, and it happens sometimes. <laughs> yeah, it it's a busy time of year, and you know, Amazon, all the delivery services are pretty good at this kind of stuff. It, yeah. it happens rarely, um, but you don't, you'd hate for it to happen for your costumes. Um, and obviously, during holiday, Halloween time, everybody's getting their pumpkins carved. Uh, do does anybody here still do the pumpkin carving? I, I haven't no, in years. I haven't in a really long time. That we, was like a kiddos thing. kid thing, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it could be an adult thing as well. It's just I am not. Oh my god, I I, I can't draw my. If I draw a person, they're a stick person, and even the stick person looks like I'm five years old, Same. right? So I can't even do a <laughs> stick person well. Yep. So the pumpkin carving, and I know they have all the. The stencils, yes, and the tools. Pe- and it, I'm sorry, when you're not skilled with that type of stuff, that still doesn't help. Mm-hmm. Only people that are very skilled and crafty, they're like, oh, no, look, it has all these things. God bless you. Like, you're amazing. You can make it look beautiful. So, yeah, I'll do it. Like, you know, when we had younger kiddos around and whatnot, like, that's always fun, and they love that or whatever. But 
Otherwise, yeah, no, it's it's a pumpkin, or you can buy them cute and painted and whatnot. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> so I do enjoy carving a pumpkin. I just haven't done it in a while because I haven't really participated in Halloween in probably 10 to 12 years. It's been a while. What? Like, yeah, I know. Not even dressed up? No, I don't do that crap. Well, no, no, no I, I dressed up once for one party. Okay. But I mean, just decorations or handing out candy i think it's a or... stupid holiday for the most part it's not my favorite i think it's for kids i think that the people that get really into doing oh. costumes and going out and stuff i just i think they're the kind of like adults that like going to disneyland they're a little weird and it's not my thing well, uh-uh. it's not my I, thing. I don't want to be yeah as an adult i don't like dressing up and going to like uh, adult parties for halloween i wouldn't call them weird but but i mean like you know the people you know the ones that like get really into it and they get super into their costumes and everything it's just i don't know i i I can't do i can't do any of the anime stuff i can't do any of the things where you get dressed up for harry potter so i feel like halloween's grouped in with all that gotcha okay it's the comic-con crew it's Mm -hmm. it's like the really passionate people about the nerdy stuff correct which is i mean that's fun for them them, yeah 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 And that's fine. Kyle doesn't like it. I can see why why someone would think that it's for children. But going back to pumpkins, I can appreciate a good pumpkin because as an artist, in a sense, like you you can draw out a cool stencil and you can carve them really well. Like my father, he did a head pumpkin of uh, Jim Morrison. He did his face and turned out really well. Yeah, he's really good at it. He did uh, he did uh, some of the members from Kiss. And amazing. uh, I, I I haven't I have yet to make a pumpkin look that good, but. I aspire to do it. Yeah, I, I'm the same way as Don. I can't draw worth crap. And when it comes to the pumpkin thing, it's fun to do with the kids. Yes, and, absolutely. You know, being in a family now, it's it's just part of the deal. And the pumpkin seeds. Yeah, and the, oh, the, the roasted pumpkin, pumpkin seeds oh, are delicious. That part is amazing. Oh, they're so good. Yes. Look, garlic powder and a little salt, oh, pepper. So mm, good. So good. Yeah, no, I I cannot like my baked goods, for instance. Right, people can make their baked goods look so beautiful mm-hmm. and amazing. And and I love watching the Halloween bike baking shows because they'll make something look so disgustingly gross, like it actually is blood and intestines. Oh, but wow. it's a, it's an amazing you know cake. Or and is cake it cake? Bit. Yeah, right. <laughs> no, my baked goods taste good. They don't look good. They look you know. There's nothing fancy about them. I cannot do that. I um someone that used to work for us was like, please do my wedding cake. I love your vanilla cake and frosting. I'm like, I'll make it. And this was years, years ago. It was one of the phone screeners, and I was like, I, I, I can make it, if it, but it can't be on display. I mean, because I don't know how to decorate it. It'll be terrible. Yeah. And she was like, no, yeah, you know, it's just for my, my soon-to-be husband and I. We'll put it to the side, <laughs> and that's for us to eat. I'm like, okay. Yeah, I'm going to get yourself a real cake with a real cake decorator because uh-uh, and it, can't it, do it. I, I couldn't do it either. I don't have the patience <laughs> to sit there and be so meticulous with those those details, especially it, with with a medium like a, a baked good. Yeah, it takes it's talent. Hard. It, it's, it's hard. And the people that do the cookies, it's like they're a painter. It's mm-hmm. like they're painting a canvas, but it's on a cookie. It's incredible. Good Lord. Uh, so pumpkin carving is, is uh, undergoing uh, now. Now, and 46% of all pumpkin-related knife injuries will oh. happen this week. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you forgot about that. Yeah, you accidentally stab yourself. Because well, you're really yeah. ugh, you're really getting into yeah. it, carving it, and especially if you're terrible at it. Mm-hmm. You for sure then start getting mad, and then yep. that leads to accidents. And those little pumpkin carving kits they have, those little knives with the orange things on them, they don't work so well. You got to get into the, the, 
the uh, drawers and get the good kitchen knives out exactly. and start cutting through those yeah. suckers. Yeah, Mom yeah. and dad love that. <laughs> um, but you're, you're absolutely right. Those little packs are worthless. They and are. they do, they make it even harder. They're more of a risk when you when you carve with those things. Yes. It's not durable at all. No. Nope, they snap off mm-hmm. sometimes. <laughs> a study found uh, that there are about 2,000 a year in the U.S. knife injuries, and that's just people who end up in the ER. Damn. 84% of them happen in October, and November is the next at 11%. They're really carving turkeys and everything. Yeah, was that a fight that happened oh, during the process? Yeah, somebody brought up somebody brought up some bo- something political. <laughs> at, of Oops. course, that's that's what happens at a ca- pumpkin carving. They're trying to make a, a yeah. Trump or Biden pumpkin. God, don't do that. <laughs> no. Oh my lord! Oh. Oh, but Trump's perfect, right? Because it's already orange. Perfect. You're right. I'm sure. I'm sure they're making Trump pumpkin heads. Oh, Experts say even adults should really be using those orange pumpkin carving knives. Shouldn't be using those orange pumpkin carving knives. They're a lot safer than a real knife. Wait, no, they're saying that you should use those. But the, oh, Kyle and I safer. No, no, they're not safer. No. They're, oh, and I, I'm sorry. I want to backtrack and make it fair and balanced because I don't really pick a side oh, politically. Good, thank you. Yes. Yeah, and the pumpkins are great for Biden too because they're already shriveled up and old. Right? They can look wrinkly. There mm. you go. <laughs> Make both sides mad. Perfect. Or happy. I appreciate it. Um, <laughs> experts say even adults should really be... Bah, 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 for, I already read that. For kids under 10, think about painting pumpkins instead. Or you may oh, want see, to do carving fun. for them. Yeah, it but is. But you know what? You need the seeds, though. Let's cut exactly. off the top and gut it. God, yeah. So you get the seeds out and then, you know, paint it cute. And it looks so much better when it's lit up. I think that's the best yeah. part. You oh, see it lit true. up in the front. And Put you know what? glow sticks it's, in it. That's it, a good idea. Oh, oh, glow sticks. I thought it said blow, something that well, would yeah. blow up. Well, yeah. On October 31st, <laughs> throw an M80 in there. There we go. See what happens. But I do like the ones that kids make that look all... It's like the pictures they give for you to hang on your fridge, right? That mm. just don't look right. Yeah. And when their pumpkins kind of like messed up. <laughs> like, that's that's the fun part yeah, exactly. of it. Yeah. yeah. Um, teenagers and preteens are most likely to cut themselves. Well, that's because they're listening to... Uh, <laughs> I'm an emo kid. Matchbook, ro- matchbook romance. Yeah. Match, matchbook, matchbook romance? No. I don't know. That sounds right to me because I don't chemical even know. Romance. My Chemical Romance. Thank you. Yeah. And then Matchbox 20. The, they're not super emo, though. <laughs> I did join the two. Good job, Kyle. 32% of injuries involve kids between 10 and 19 years old. Dang. Kids under 10 are next at 20%. Oh. The last three days leading up to Halloween will see the most injuries. There's always a spike on weekends and the night before Halloween, of course. Everybody's doing everything last minute. Yes. (laughs) So that's this coming Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. Thank you so much. Um, Your thumb and index fingers are the digits you're most likely to cut. Around 60% of pumpkin carving injuries involve those two digits. Yeah, this isn't probably one of those things where you want to go, here you go, kiddo. Now I'm going to go do what I need to do. (laughs) 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 Oh, yeah. I'll be back. It's not like setting them in front of the TV. Then it'll look like real blood on that pumpkin decorations. Uh, We got this email from No Name. Hey, person. Hey, Kyle. I love Halloween. I love dressing up as an adult, but do not compare us who live Halloween as adults, who love Halloween as adults, to anime Comic-Con people. Oh, Mm. oh, is that separate? I enjoy this for one day, not on random days all year long. Oh, yeah. See, their day's valid, right? Because Halloween (laughs) tells you you can dress up. So, in, so I see the max, the smack talk here. Yeah, sure. But it, I mean, I think that I'm taking Kyle's word as it's, and if you just do it once a year, you're still a child, right? Like it's still childish to do it. Yeah, I, 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 I get it. If you have kids, cool. It's, it's fun to do. As in a regular adult, if you're living by yourself and it's it's just you and you dress up and you, you, you play Halloween, I don't know. It just seems very childlike and 
it's not my thing. I, I never got into it. As a little kid, I remember like wanting to be like a Beetleborf, a Power Ranger, and Gene Simmons. And then by the time I was 14, 15 years old, I was over Halloween. Mm. Maybe that's just me. And it's it's my negative view on it. Oh, Just, no, I, no. I, I'm, I'm sure it's, it's more negative. common than we think. <laughs> yeah, no, definitely. Yeah, it doesn't make common. you an outlier. No, it doesn't make you negative. It's just not yeah. what makes you negative is the judging. <laughs> no, I know. <laughs> I, I do. When I see somebody dress up and get super into it and it's like their thing and their holiday, I'm like, you're still just a little kid. Oh, um, all right. Yeah. <laughs> so are you like me, Kyle, with um I, I don't get judgy about it but i despise it i do not participate when adults do theme parties just throughout the year right like they'll say oh i'm having a party and it's gonna be um yeah a mob theme so we're all gonna dress up as mobsters yeah, right? I, uh, or whatever the theme is it's just things. a random party maybe it's for someone's birthday i'm like i i just i don't do dress up like that and you know so many people are into that and they love these themed parties and they love a theme and there needs to be a theme and i'm like if you're coming to my house it's just to get together yeah so we're gonna eat talk drink i know i uh, i don't even go to those i always opt out i'm like i'm good thanks would you guys uh just hate going to like a murder mystery party yeah oh no i don't want to do the the locked room thing either i hate that crap i gotta agree with you escape rooms are kind of the games i like we love playing games as a family but the games like to play are uno crown you know what I mean? like board games yeah, real okay games. right we're not like then becoming like you say yes i'll do the murder mysteries yeah. and you all become something you have to go figure it out and hunt for the clues in the house no thank that you that seems like a very drama school like drama class oh, uh, type yeah. of guy person mm-hmm. who would be into that kind of thing because you no. get to be in character and you get to act out your character i get so many emails from people that are like just people we've known right and then whatever their business is they're like oh we're doing this theme party it's like mm. rsvp no busy sorry oh um even if i'm not busy i'm like no <laughs> like, why oh do you have something going on i i don't have anything going on but well, at least you're honest I, yeah, yeah. I, i'm like I, I i don't but i really am not going to enjoy myself and i'm not going to be that person that's going to go mm-hmm. and not participate i don't want to bring it down for anybody I, oh. I wouldn't if i went i wouldn't be grumpy about it but if you're going to that you want everyone to participate and everyone's having fun and in on it and doing it and great yay you woo, woo, you can tell me about it later and you're setting your boundary <laughs> early so that they don't invite you to another party again so you have to do it all over when i used to be insecure i would make stuff up you know, I have this, do that, and that's oh, yeah. just lying, and I don't, I, I'm not a proponent of that. And I know we tell ourselves it's a little white lie, but it's still lying. Yeah. And it was, li- let me say, it was lying out of insecurity, and that's... Because you want to sh- upset somebody. Yeah, not that you should lie anyway, but what I'm saying is it was very much based in being insecure and not, I don't want to upset them. Right. I don't want to make them sad or, or make them feel that they're terrible or whatever, mm. and it's like... No, you can be honest in a nice way and just be like, that's not my thing, but thank you so much. I just had a friend recently that's having some huge gathering for her birthday, which I, I just like to go to big gatherings of people I know. I know that sounds weird because of the job we do, but I just, that's, I don't like to be, I don't like going to a party and I don't know anybody oh, but two people. I'm yeah. just, forced, I, I, forced industry functions so, yeah. are the worst but in my opinion. industry and just this is just a friend right yeah, that she's yeah. having all these people over to a big party i don't know any of them it's exactly. her birthday i said you know what that's honestly not my thing and she's a newer friend that i met through charity and we've become friends um not that she needed charity but through charity work and um oh my god i'm giving way too many details i'm talking too much <laughs> this is where rob uh, would yeah i'd be like reel it in. yeah reel it yeah. in um but uh, I was like, oh, you know what? Thank you so much, honestly, for even thinking about me. I do appreciate that, but I, I, I don't like that. But 
I'll take you to brunch. Yeah. <laughs> well, like I'll, Perfect. I will celebrate your birthday, just not at your party. Yep. Uh, uh, those things, I'm just uncomfortable. So uh, we're, we're talking about holidays and the holiday pile, and uh, pumpkin carving is uh, very dangerous this time of year. Uh, everybody's cutting themselves. Uh, but Rick has a suggestion. He says, Brando, I look, like to use the sawzall and drill to carve pumpkins. That's a good idea. Because then you can, get, you can get mechanical with it. Yeah. yeah. I think I'm going to try that. The what? Sawzall. Sawzall. It's like a, it's, it's a saw, but it's got like a point one blade and it, it it's good for like getting uh oh, really detailed saw is like big <laughs> yeah but it's like a handheld it's, thing it's, okay. yeah, yeah they'll it's, cut through metal and stuff too yeah yeah oh it's if, great if you need wow. anything cut down they work <laughs> every great. man should have a sawzall in his garage i'm sure my husband does. oh yes yeah. I have um, no idea what that was. We got this <laughs> We got this email to radio at com from Brandon. Hi, Brandon. So, so I'm one of those people that are super into Halloween, but it's not for any of the reasons Kyle listed. Yes, <laughs> I do dress up every once in a while, but my absolute favorite part is just scaring the crap out of everyone on Halloween night. Getting a real good scare and just hearing the people scream just brings such a joy and laugh. <laughs> I've even scared a woman to a point where she said she almost went in her pants. Oh, okay, God. Dahmer. Wow. Jesus. Yeah, I mean, you got to be careful with that these days because everybody's packing something. I mean, but I mean, is this at his house where you're coming to trick or treat? Is that what he means? Sounds like he's just going around his neighborhood and just scaring people and hiding in the bushes. Okay, and well that's out weird. Yeah, that's not creepy at all. Uh-uh. <laughs> oh, we need more details on how you're. Yeah, if it's at your house and it's on Halloween night, then yeah, you'd ex- yeah. right, and it, and the house is set up that way. So you shouldn't be surprised. Yeah. What, do you go follow right. women around, too, to their houses and stalk them? <laughs> I hope Jesus. Not. He sounds like a creep. <laughs> if he's doing the aforementioned just hiding around in random bushes. Yeah. It, but if it's at his house and that's how he, like, it's for trick-or-treaters, right? Then, I remember having those houses when I was little, right? You, you would go and it was definitely a scary or decorated scary, and then they would have all the setups, the props well, to it, it would be jump weird out and scare you. If the letter writer didn't have any decorations and his house was just <laughs> dark and he just jumped out oh, in front of it. That's scary, people, though. People would probably just stay away from that. That's Halloween scary, though. That's kind of good. <laughs> we got this email uh, from Taylor. Hi, Taylor. So I'm with you, Kyle. Halloween is not my thing. I even have, ki- I have kids, and it's just not exciting for me. I act excited because my daughter loves it, and Aww, I don't want to ruin it for her, so I play sweet. along. Aww. Okay, but yeah. carving pumpkins decorating dressing up for it does not sound like a good time no no cue the tahoe blue vodka in a tumbler next tuesday night (laughs) while we trick or treat with the kids (laughs) that's at least you're not ruining it for them though that's really nice and you're getting your buzz on right there you go that's what i like halloween for is the drinking the party yeah absolutely (laughs) uh let's play treble trouble right now it's brought to you by fast action pest control servicing not only the entire rad radio team but also the entire sacramento area as well as davis stockton and most of the east Bay area. They're at fastactionpestcontrol.com. Contest. There we go. We've got a pair of tickets <laughs> to see. Does it say that? Does yes, it, it say does. contest? Yeah. On the main page, contest. <laughs> it has all the audios for the contest. <laughs> Whoa. Like that. Uh, we got a pair of tickets to see Janet Jackson at the venue at Thunder Valley Casino and Resort. It's on uh, this Friday. Uh, we'll play you a three-second clip of a song. You give us the title and you win. Caller 18 guesses first, then 19, and then 20. And if none of you know the title... <laughs> <laughs> Stuttering words everywhere and no winner. 888-989-9011 for Treble Trouble right now. Rob. Anybody. And Dawn. The Rob. Anybody. And Dawn Show. Anybody. 
want to see how riveting it is to watch Rob doing a show sitting down? Tune in to Rad TV as we do <laughs> bad radio at members.radradio.com. We should really reconsider playing the, the rejoins that mention Rob sitting here, uh, yeah. being here in general. For when we do do the bad radio shows, when uh, Rob do do. <laughs> um, yeah, I'll, I'll take that under advisement and add that to my to-do list. Uh, we got Tell this email. yourself to do that uh, yeah. later, yeah. Do this later. Have a talk with Brandon. Make a note. Perfect. <laughs> we got this email to rad at ravradio.com from Taya. Hi, Taya. Not just any Taya. It's a Taya that won some Janet Jackson tickets on our show yesterday Yay. morning. Oh, what's up, uh, Taya? She says, I won tickets to see Janet Jackson. What, what? Just said that. <laughs> and I am still in shock. Aww. This woman is my idol. Oh. I love her so much. I have always wanted to see her in concert, but her tickets are pretty steep. So to win these was my dream come true. Oh my God, I love this. Thank you so much for giving away these awesome tickets. And to the jerk who said, who wants to see Janet Jackson? I do. Woot woot. I do. Well, congratulations, Dad. I hope you enjoy yourself at the show. Trouble, 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 trouble. We've got a pair of tickets to see Janet Jackson at the venue at Thunder Valley Casino this Friday. And caller 18 is Jess. Good morning, Jess. Good morning. 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 And caller 19 is Rachel. Good morning. 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 Caller 20 is Vincent. Good morning. Good morning. All right. We have a pop song from 1982. (laughs) It's a pop song from 1982 from a Jackson. All right. Let's go to caller 18. Jess, you better know the song. Billy Jean. Oh, did you hear that? <laughs> yeah. Good job, Jess. Yes, yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. Oh. Uh, we won. Man. Oh, my gosh. You win. The best part was hearing that person saying, please don't know it. Please yes. don't know it. <laughs> That's right. Uh, Jess guessed correctly. It is Michael Jackson's Billy Jean. Why did I say it like that? Uh, Billy Jean. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Almost said beat it. <laughs> Doesn't even make your toe tap. You, you don't. You don't feel the beat. No, I. I, I do. You I do. Was, I was swaying there. I oh, mean, you were. You, you can't help but not. Yeah. But I'm not turning it on myself. It's fleeting, right? It only happens. Every so often. Uh, when uh, we use his music on this show. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> uh, so we have another chance for you to win Janet Jackson tickets tomorrow morning uh, at 7 o'clock. We got this email to rad at radradio.com about uh, Halloween from Eric. Aww. I mean, I get it. People have their own purposes of what they like and don't like, just like Kyle. Yeah. Sardines and gummy worms, not my thing. 
Owning a Dodge Challenger with a V6 and not a V8, personally not my recommendation. Wish I could have afforded the V8 at the time. <laughs> Baby steps, right? Yeah. That's right. I prefer you don't call my people weird who like to dress up and when you like to eat weird things. You can call me weird all you want, dude. I'm going to call you weird, all right? Yeah, Live with yeah. it. If you feel threatened by it, that's something inside of you. I mean, that is the beauty of opinions, right? Exactly. We all have one and yeah. you just got to laugh at it. Like what you like? You, yeah. you, you do you boo-boo. Yeah. Uh, we got this follow-up email from Brandon. Hey, Brandon. He uh, is the guy who wrote in about how he hides and, and scares people on Halloween, and that's his favorite part. And you know, we needed we, more details. We went over all the various creepy things that somebody might do, hiding in the bushes and, and scaring people for thrills. Yeah, um, hiding. So Brandon wrote in again, and he says, "No, I do not follow random people around to scare them. My family does decorate their house up, so I am only scaring the people that come up to the house." Perfect. Like, yeah. Okay, that makes it fun. And yes, Brandon, I know that need to be careful. Okay, well, good. At least you're being safe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I scared a guy one year who immediately raised the umbrella he was carrying and was about to swing at me and then oh. laughed after he realized what had happened. Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. And if it broke your yeah. nose, I mean, would he still be laughing? See, well, I mean, I <laughs> like that he did laugh because he realized, oh, yeah, this is Halloween. Yeah. I'm at a house that's decorated for it. Like, if somebody truly got mad, it's like, why are you out trick-or-treating on Halloween? People are going to, like, why are you walking into their house and they're they're participating in Halloween? You might get someone that's then going to be scaring you as part of their, right, trick-or-treating that they do at the house. Exactly. <laughs> Lighten up. <laughs> All right, we, uh, we got this email just randomly. I don't know. Maybe it's because of the Halloween pile. Um, we got this email from Brian. Hey, oh, Brian. God. This will probably <laughs> well, This is why it was random, because mm-hmm. it was Brian. I just stopped at a convenience <laughs> store for a snack on my break at work. The total was 666. Should I eat the snack or throw it away? Does so that, was it does six? That, no, six dollars and sixty-six cents. No, there's a, there's a dot there. The dot doesn't make it demonic. Yeah, <laughs> and if it was six hundred and sixty-six dollars, I would quickly buy something else <laughs> to make it six sixty-seven. Oh man, people love like people still do that. That was such a like a, such such a long time ago type of benchmark that we did around yeah. here. But it, like now that people see, see that it doesn't really like phase you that much. No, the the three in a row does. If you saw that, you, you'd. Like, if you got that receipt from, like, In-N-Out or something, would you, like, return it and, like, put something on the tab to make it 667? I am crazy. (laughs) So what happens if you walk away with it being 666? Like, like, do you really think, like, something's going to happen? Like, the devil's going to show himself somewhere? No. No? Okay. No. But I don't like it. It's just one of those superstitious yeah. things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, what am I getting it in and out? That's another reason I'm laughing. Oh. It's like $666. Oh, that's a lot of uh, four by fours. <laughs> Animal style, yeah. please. It's catering for oh, us. Man, I'm hungry. Oh, oh, Rob, anybody, and Dawn. The Rob, anybody, and Dawn Show. This is the Rob Anybody and Dawn Show, home of the 2023 Turkey Brine and Brinapalooza. Details on both at radradio.com. We got this email to rad at radradio.com from Greg. Hey, Greg. Just a quick thought, but why does Kyle pick a Michael Jackson song for Janet Jackson tickets when we're playing uh-huh. Trouble Trouble? Yes. Asking for a friend. <laughs> uh, P.S. Brandon is getting more and more comfortable as he puts in more time behind the wheel. Keep it up. Yes, I, I'm doing so well, I forgot where I put my uh, Win Rob's Change paper. 
And huh. it's probably just sitting right in front of me. It is. Yeah, we're not yeah. there yet. Yeah. Um, but Kyle, <laughs> what's, <laughs> what say you to Janet Jackson um, being featured on Trouble Trouble with Michael Jackson's song? So, because uh, we have an abundance of tickets, and I was told, uh, make, make contests easy. Uh, Michael Jackson's songs are a bigger hit. And uh, more people are going to know a Michael Jackson hit song as opposed to a Janet Jackson song. If I've tested it out, I put up a few Janet Jackson songs and you all don't get them unless you put the words in the lyrics. Ah. So I want a guaranteed winner. We're going Michael Jackson songs. There you go. It's pretty obvious to me, right? <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. He's keeping it in the family and making it easy. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's a theme to it. We usually do themes and that's a very good way of utilizing the theme. Uh, yeah. idea. Yes. See, thank you. Uh, let's uh, get to jokes from the maggots in just one second. There we go. Jokes from the maggots. 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 It's supposed to happen like that. It's, yeah, it's, it's to keep us waiting. It's, it's the new, anticipation. New twist. And <laughs> the twist is that I sound like I'm relieving myself and doing my morning constitutional in the process. It's time for Jokes in the Maggots, brought to us by our friends and heroes at Huffed Home Services. They're online at HuffedHomeServices.com. They service the entire Rad family and take care of heating, cooling, plumbing, electrical, and more. They're online at HuffedHomeServices.com. I have this new thing because I am crazy. Blah. So they, uh, Huffed, put in a new um, heater in our home because we needed one. It was old. I mean, I, I think it was there before the house. I mean, it was so, if that's possible. That, that's all that was there, and they built around it. I'm just like, oh, my God. Ancient, too. And these new ones, the little gadgets they have on them. It's just crazy. There's like this one little gadget, and if and you see things blinking right, and you'll know what's going on with it. So when mm -hmm. you call them, and and now I every morning I go and I look, and I'm like, oh, what's the light doing? <laughs> oh, pretty soon they're going to be attached to AI, and they'll be asking you, what are you doing? <laughs> uh, if you got jokes, uh, well, oh, there man. it is. If you're a maggot and you're listening to us, you are. Email us jokes to rad at radradio.com. Don't call. You can't tell jokes. Sorry. We'll start with 13-year-old Athena. Yeah, Athena. So if guns don't kill people, pil people kill people. Does that mean toasters don't toast, 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 <laughs> toast? I, I just read it as written. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> we got this email, uh, this, these jokes from nine-year-old Lily. Oh, hi, sweet Lily. What has four wheels and eats Lego bricks? What? The vacuum cleaner. <laughs> Why was the Lego guy so bad at baseball? Why? Because he kept throwing up bricks. <laughs> Wait, is a brick a... Brick, you missed it. Yeah. yeah. Brick. brick! Oh, that means you missed it? Yeah. Oh, okay, I got to shout that out at yeah. one of our godson's bas high school basketball yes. games. So the, the opposing, opposing team. Oh, yeah, yeah, the other team. Because his school, his school does allow the, our, our side to... Not say inappropriate things. Oh, nice. But we are, at, you know, you can't do that, right? You know, yeah. why would you? They're kids. But we are allowed to go boo <laughs> nice. and cheer and oh, yeah, both sides do oh, it. That's it's awesome. Great. So awesome. I'll have, to, I'll have to remember Brit. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I'll write that down. Uh, what is the most common procedure in a Lego hospital? What? Plastic surgery. Those <laughs> uh, so are cute. All right, we'll get to our daily uh, dose of dad jokes from the Big D. Yay, Big D. Hang in there, Kyle. Only seven more broadcast days of the corny Halloween-themed <laughs> jokes from me. In the meantime, please enjoy today's submission or don't. Yeah, and then you're going to have more corny jokes on some other topic. Right, uh, Thanksgiving. Yeah. It's going to be Thanksgiving, and then Christmas, and then you're going to do New Year's, and then Valentine's Day.
Hmm. Well, those are all fun except Valentine's. Yeah. 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 But he's he's correct. He's gonna go through all of those <laughs> those themes. And yeah. we appreciate it. We do. Hey, Kyle, maybe not so much. <laughs> yeah, he's I appreciate um, him participating. Yeah, I do have a fact check for the big D though. He says we're gonna we only have seven more broadcast days. No, there's f- I think there's five more broadcast days, right? Right, because we don't work weekends. Six. Six. Yeah. Yeah, because we don't work weekends. So today. Wait, what, do we count today? No. Because today, no, we don't count we today. Thursday, yeah, so Friday, five days. Monday, Tuesday, four days. Yeah, that's right. Oh, no. there we go. Four. See, the, the guy who has a uh, an associate's right. degree, yeah. like, he's the most Ooh. educated person on the staff. Wait. He really is. In commercial yeah, music we, business. We don't count Halloween. I don't think, well, because we would do Halloween jokes that day, because it is yeah. Halloween. Right. So, so it, it's we count four. So it's so it's five if we Wednesday, count Thursday, Tuesday. Friday, Monday, so, Tuesday. Five. Oh, it is Wednesday, five. Thursday, Friday, Monday, mm. Tuesday. I'm a day off. Oops. Yeah, I'm not wanna, so smart anymore. I want to check that associate's degree. That's validity. <laughs> you know, they gave it to me almost eight years ago. So. Oh. <laughs> well, and I mean, I have a broadcaster's degree. Whoa. Ooh, that's, that's pretty fancy. Yeah. You got it hanging up in your, in your wall. We can hear how. Doctorates? I don't even know where it is. Oh. Oh, I never got it. Oh, what? I'm sorry. I know we're doing jokes. It's okay. Oh, you know what? You're leading now. Yeah, You're fine. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> hey, I'll just play that randomly. <laughs> I Rob hired me, and and my, I had a shift to do uh, an overnight shift of you know DJing, and up in Tahoe, and of course I did that, and it was on the same night. So the 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 night he told me here's when you're going to start was our graduation night. So, and everyone I graduate, they're like, you can't miss it. Oh my God, this is amazing. I'm like, no, yep. what's amazing is I have a job in radio already. Right out the okay? gate. Okay. And they're like, do you want us to get I'm like, yeah, sure, fine. I'm sure, I don't know who has it. I, I don't know where it is. I never got it. I didn't care. Mm. I was like, I'm already doing. <laughs> sorry. My Baby, fingers, that's hilarious. My finger slipped. I'm no, sorry. I love it. That's ridiculous. <laughs> oh, the big D's dad jokes are as follows. <laughs> What does a ghost mom say when she gets in the car? What? Fasten your sheet belts. Why didn't the mom let the little witch go trick-or-treating with her friends? Why? She was expelled from school. (laughs) (sighs) When do zombies finish trick-or-treating? When? When they are dead tired. (laughs) A little early there, rimshot guy. How do ghosts do their makeup before they go out trick-or-treating? How? They use vanishing cream. (laughs) Here, <laughs> Steven's here to cheer up Kyle. Yay! Oh I'm no! Sorry, Don. Uh, uh, there's only three of them. Okay. When? Uh, what did the one orphan say to the other orphan? What? Get in the up. Oh, I just totally butchered that. Let me try that again. Take two. What did the one orphan say to the other orphan? What? Get in the Batmobile, Robin. Oh, both, that's right. Orphans. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they're superheroes. I mean, that was not so bad because no. they're superheroes. Yeah, and it's, it's kinda, turned out great for them. It's kind of funny. <laughs> What's the difference between Pikachu and an orphan? At least someone chose Pikachu. <laughs> no, no. And what do you call an orphan in a room full of mirrors surrounded by loved ones? Oh. That's it. That's, we're done with those. Uh, Come back, Dawn. Uh, got this from Randall. Hi, Randall. Uh, can vegans eat pudding? No, they can't have their pudding if they don't eat their meats. That was fantastic. <laughs> it's great. This is from Rosendo. What does a burnt pizza, a pregnant woman, and a frozen beer have in common? What? Some idiot forget about to pull out in time. <laughs> oh, stumbled over that. Whatever. Uh, these are from Talia. Oh, I'm laughing at 
at you in a good way. I know. <laughs> Why don't vegetarians moan during sex? Why? Because they don't want to admit that a piece of meat makes them happy. <laughs> oh, here we go. We got, we got a political joke here. Oh, yay. It's just what we need. It's from Steven. Hi, Steven. Joe Biden is like a web browser with 19 tabs open. 17 are frozen, and he doesn't, doesn't know what... <laughs> 17 are frozen, and he doesn't know where the music is coming from. These are from Wendy. Hi, Wendy. What's the German word for constipation? What? Far from pooping. (laughs) Don't ask a girl where she wants to eat. Tell her to guess where you're taking her to eat. Then take her to the first guess. Seen those videos on uh, on the Instagram where the girlfriend will get in the car and the boyfriend's like, "Guess where I'm taking you to eat?" And she'll be all excited and she'll be like, "Oh, you're taking me to this place." He goes, "That's right, that's where we're going." <laughs> I don't know cool. why we're such a pain in the booty with that. Oh, I, I could be a pain in the butt with that too. Can you? There's just too depends. many options. There are. Sometimes you want you want one or the other and you can't decide. Yeah. Do. <laughs> Have you heard about the new restaurant called Karma? There's no menu. You get what you deserve. <laughs> classic. And we got this from Michael. I'm Michael. Apu from The Simpsons recently earned Employee of the Month at the Sperm Bank. Apparently, people listen when he says, thank you, come again. think I lost the Winrob's change sheet. Um, Maybe it's in the garbage accidentally. You know, I'm going to I'm going to dig through the garbage and we're going to take caller 18 uh for Winrob's change right now. Um we gave a clue at the last segment. I think it's lower than the last guess. Chris would normally Chris the princess spreadsheeter from the gay area would normally have a email that I did send in. He did a good job and I saw it. I highlighted it. Yeah. And um I would be normally reading that now and he would have some sort of statistic of how what your chances are of guessing. Um it's usually something really depressing when he relates it yes. to another statistic. So he did send a second he one in. He did, and yes. It's with the it's with the sheets <laughs> that is most likely in the garbage right at my feet. Yeah, that I just asked. Give me a second. Okay. Kyle's on it. Kyle's okay, on the case. Good. Um but Thanks, we're still Kyle. gonna take caller eighteen. For when Rob's change, and if I can't find him for whatever reason, you'll win a conversation with the Red Show. <laughs> oh, he's got it. All right, thank That's you. Great. Uh, I I gonna... <laughs> oh. Do you want me oh, to just read man. this? Uh-oh. Yeah, Kyle, do it. All yeah. right. It says, from Chris, Princess, great job today stepping into the Invisible Captain's chair, Brandon. Uh, not it's, so much now. Oh, it's awesome to see how comfortable you've become with yourself in the role of bad radio show oh, leader. Keep nightmare. up great work. <laughs> At our 6.30 playing of When Rob's Changed, contestants Rob guesses uh, and Brandon's clue combined to eliminate a handful of numbers from Carl, his spreadsheet, he now shows 1,885 valid guesses remaining, equivalent to a 0.53% chance that the next contestant will pick the right number and win the game. To put this in perspective, it's a hundred times more likely that an adult aged 30 to 44 has ever been diagnosed with bipolar disorder. Oh, oh Sincerely, wow. Chris, the princess spreadsheeter in the gay area. Bay area. <laughs> well, thank you very much. <laughs> if you want to try to win Rob's Change, give us a call now, 888-989-9811, to play Win Rob's Change. Rob, anybody, and Dawn. The Rob, anybody, and Dawn Show.
Enjoying bad radio? Buy something, you maggots. The entire bad radio product line is available through the stupid store at radradio.com. Man, last segment was a little bit of a cluster blank, uh, but we made it through. Joke segment was an abomination. Um, We often mock people for calling and telling jokes poorly, but I definitely did not rise to the occasion last time. Uh, Uh, I was entertained. We got this email. Response to that is Tiger says, I'm dying. Dawn telling Brando, I'm not laughing at you while laughing at him was great. This is literally the best joke segment ever. Yes. And then uh, we got this email from Austin. Hi, Austin. Who can't tell jokes? Brandon's having a rough time. Yes. And at the end of the segment... I realized that I had misplaced the WinRob's change uh, sheet with the answer and all the clues on it, and uh, I didn't have Chris the Princess Spreadsheeter's email, but he was he was on time. He sent it in. He didn't have any excuses about him being at a spreadsheet factory uh, seminar or whatever. Yeah. Um, so he actually wrote in because he heard something. He said, I rushed to wrap up a meeting with some folks in the UK a few minutes early so I could log on to Rad TV in time for the 9.30 playing of WinRob's change. And when I... When what did I hear? Kyle reading my email? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what happened, but I'll definitely go back to check out the recording. Yes, Captain Save a Ho came in the d- and saved the day and uh, read the email for us. It was very oh, nice. Man. Thank you so much, Kyle, for having my back. No problem. We got this Big e- man, got to slam it down sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> we got this email from Danielle. Danielle. I have an idea of uh, someone's winning Rob change. I have an idea if someone's win Rob's change. What the hell is this? Yeah, I have an idea email. if someone wins Rob change. There Got it. Go. There we go. Yeah. My husband and I have been keeping a jar of change cash for an upcoming vacation. Ooh. I could take a picture of that, and if someone guesses the right amount, Rob gives them that same amount and then doubles ours as a way to say thanks for letting you take the picture of our bucket. Nice try. What do you yeah. think? Yeah, I, I don't think he's going to go for that. <laughs> the best things in life are free. We're gonna help you pay some bills and fees. Windrush change. What I want. Windrush change. What I want. Windrush change. Make your best guess and estimate the calculation in rough jar of change. Windrush change. What I want. Windrush change. Windrush change. Caller 18 for Windrush change is Nicole. Good morning, Nicole. Good morning. Good morning. Have you uh, been all caught up with the clues and the guesses so far? So far. All right, Yay. let's hear your amount and see if it's it. $306.41. Okay, well, looks good to me in all yep. fronts. Yep. $306.41. Wow. You lose. Oh, man. <laughs> $306.41 is too low. Ooh, we have oh, a floor and a ceiling. It's like a floor and a ceiling to this house. $306.41 is too low. We'll play Win Rob's Change again tomorrow morning at 6.30. Rob, anybody, and Dawn. The Rob, anybody, and Dawn Show. Got your turkey brine yet? Wait, it isn't even Halloween yet, and we're already talking turkey? Good Lord. Get yours now from the stupid store at radradio.com. 
Coming up in about uh, a little over 10 minutes, we are going to be uh, cutting over from the Rad Radio Show to Tech To You Tuesday. Yay, Starts Ian. at 10 o'clock with uh, Ian hosting, the general manager of Tech To You. Hosts an hourly show or so. Sometimes he goes over and he has various guests from the Tech To You team on to help weigh in on certain things in the tech world going on and uh, noteworthy, newsworthy things. And today he's going to be discussing the 23andMe data breach and how it happened, the implications of the breach and how to prevent it from happening to you. It is a big deal and it's potentially going to impact a lot of people because if it's just 23, just starting with 23andMe, what other breaches have happened? And you hear about these things happen all all the time in the news and banks being breached and what kind of information are they getting? Are they going to be able to get a hold of all of your your money? Uh, How how does this all work? And they're going to explain that all today on Tech To You Tuesday at Rad TV. That's why you should put all your money under your mattress. (laughs) Save up, buy gold. That's right. Bury it in the backyard. Uh, We got this very nice email uh, to rad at radradio.com from Reagan. Hey, Reagan. She said, I won the Janet Jackson tickets yesterday on Treble Trouble when that asshat before me was so confident in his answer, and failed miserably. Oh, That's yeah. right. Once he said, love goes, because it's the way love goes, is the song, I knew I had it in the bag. I like Janet Jackson, but my wife is a huge fan and is super excited. Aww. These seats are damn good, by the way. Yes, only the best when we can, and if we don't, we say that they are nosebleed seats. <laughs> yeah. That is not the case with these Janet Jackson tickets. They're oh my God, stupendous. That's and the the venue, the new venue at the Thunder Valley Casino, is supposed to be amazingly beautiful as well. Um, these seats are damn good. Thank you guys again. I have uh, crappy sleeping habits. He didn't say crappy, and it's crazy to me <laughs> to know that almost every night, unfortunately, when I'm drinking smoking and just hanging in the man cave you guys are either up or about to get up for your work day yeah this current time is my average bedtime just to get up at 6 45 and immediately put you guys on while i'm on the toilet in the shower <laughs> and then the rest of my morning up until 10 a.m what can i say i enjoy life and hanging out and i've been doing this stupid crap for years so my body doesn't appreciate but unfortunately it's used to it yeah <laughs> anyways i just wanted to thank you guys again for the tickets it's going to be a big fun for sure keep yeah. pushing rob i've never ran a radio station but i'm sure starting a new one is quite the task 1047 fm here's to your big rollout i um, asked what's going to happen to the djs and format i shrugged my shoulders oh somebody asked about the what's going to happen to the djs and format shrugged my shoulders and said you guys are taking over and went to continue working yes he's not very well informed but yes the spanish station that's on 1047 fm and 890 am are finding a new home uh we're not kicking them out they're just moving out and we're moving in that's the only thing that's going to happen it's going to be 24 hours seven days a week of rad radio back in sacramento on monday november 13th 1047 fm and 890 am uh we got this email from carrie hey carrie halloween is absolutely my favorite however i hate dressing up and have never gone to a halloween party our family loves scaring people. For years, we were that house. We converted our whole garage into a walkthrough haunted house. No, All right. God. We would have a line of cars down the street to wait in line to oh, go through it. Oh, that's Lord. Awesome. Haven't done one in several years now. Miss those days. Oh, yeah, I doing it with your family. Yeah. It's a lot. And I bet yeah. the people do too that used to come to that, Absolutely. right? They're like, hey, whatever happened to that? Yeah, that's really cool. Um, we uh, got this email from Carice, our resident witchy woman. Ooh, oh, yes. yeah. Uh, calls in every uh, Carice. Carice, yeah. I know. I was thinking oh, of hello. Uh, Clarice. So, hello. Silent Lambs. It still works. I guess it's never said, right? Hello, Carice. I think he says hello, Clarice. I think so too. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going with it. <laughs> Carice says, <laughs> okay, I have to chime in on the Halloween thing. Old broad here. Yes, I dress up on Halloween to scare the crap out of the kids, young and old, to come to my spooky house. 
Sometimes I would even hide and come up behind them as oh, they're coming into my walkway. No! Mm-hmm. And then you put them in your oven and you bake them. <laughs> <laughs> parents would drive their children to my home. SUVs and vans will pull up to my home, and parents will get out with their cocktails in hand and watch oh, as I scared the crap out of their kids, sometimes chasing them here and there. Oh I would gosh. find candy all over my yard and driveway the next couple of days. It was fun oh, and snacks. still is. Sounds like it was fun for you and the parents. And yes, <laughs> Kyle. Are like screaming. <laughs> and yes, Kyle, you enjoyed as you renewed to the show a couple years back asking me if I had the kids in the oven. Oh, yeah. <laughs> referencing oh. Hansel Gretel as you did there. <laughs> Old Witch in the Woods. Oh, she loves that when you oh, okay. when you do references. Because oh, yep. it's true. Yep. And Kreese gets an out for dressing like a witch because she is a witch. <laughs> she plays a damn good. And she is exactly right. She is a practicing witch. Oh, I she is? Yeah. yeah. Oh. Yeah. And she gets really into it. Like a Wiccan or I, she's an actual... Wait, I, I don't know. that. What's the difference? I have no she'll idea. She'll cast a spell on you. And Make her hers. <laughs> <laughs> we got this uh, foreign email from Hunter. Would you say foreign? It's a foreign email. Oh, okay. Yeah. It came from overseas. Oh, oh okay. That's, all right. that's what you mean. Yeah. Uh, it's from Hunter. Hey, Rad. So I'm from the Netherlands, and there are, Christmas isn't a big holiday, but there is a Dutch Christmas, which has a similar guy called Sinterklaas with Zwarte Piet, and is celebrated the 5th of December. There's a lot more to it, but it's a super fun celebration. Oh. Okay. This. Mm-hmm. All right. Learn something new every day. Yeah, Sinterklaas. Because Christmas is like World Thanksgiving is American. But Christmas is worldwide, so I didn't realize. Like, Maybe it's a time zone own. thing because it's in another time zone. <laughs> is that how it works? <laughs> uh, we got this email from Omar. Hey, Omar. I just wanted to write in and say hello from Alaska. Yay, Alaska. Hi. Hello, hello Omar. We are on vacation, and I am still listening to my favorite morning radio show. It's only 8.45 a.m. here, and I am still counting the days until Brian Palooza. Only four days until the big... Oh, four Saturdays until the big Saturday. I'm like had a heart days. attack. What? Oh, I'm not ready. Are you on a time machine? <laughs> yeah, Brian Apalooza is coming to Reno on November 18th. It's a Saturday. We're going to be starting everything off at 10 a.m., and it's all going to be in the indoor backyard at the South 40 in Reno. They're located at 1445 South Meadowviews, Meadows Parkway. Not Meadowviews. Meadows Parkway. Uh, <laughs> come hang out with us. Come hang out with us. Have a meet and greet. Uh, you can sign some autographs. Uh, you can sign us autographs. Yes, I'm gonna ask, ask for the the random Joe Blow in the line. To, I would rather ask for your autograph. Uh, you know, it's like it's going probably to worth more than mine. It's like a it's like a yearbook. It'll be the Brian Palooza yearbook. You can sign your autograph on our on our books. But we also yeah. sign some pictures for you if you want. Mm. It's all free, and Don loves doing it. Yes, those pictures should uh, be free. <laughs> the South Forty. Well, they're of us. Yeah. The South Forty restaurant will be serving up signature rad turkey brine sandwiches, complete with all the Thanksgiving mm. fixings. I know. Oh, sounds so good. They'll also be serving Rad Bloody Marys. It's the Rad Bloody Mary yeah. mix with Tahoe Blue Vodka. Charlie and Black Dog Graphics will the, have the uh, mobile Stupid Store. Superstore. They're going to be posted up on hand doing a lot of cool stuff for Thanksgiving. We're going to have new ornaments for the holidays. Yay. They're going to be doing some, some custom prints in-house or on-site. Damn. So if you want to get a custom shirt on-site, they'll Holy be doing cow. that as well. And they got Driving in a semi there? <laughs> yeah. That's, That's a lot like of equipment of... to bring in, too. I know. That's what it sounds like. I hope he has help because he's so little. <laughs> It's not little. little. It's not little. He's going to get the rest of the elves to help him. <laughs> you can enjoy some live music from local bands Fat Man and Robin and Winter Light. That's not all. The South 40 Indoor Backyard has tons of fun for all the adults. Uh, got a bunch of TVs, bowling, cornhole, axe throwing, and many more fun games gathered uh, geared towards the adults. And it's fun for the whole family. There's a giant brand new arcade with 
oversized claw machines, Mario Kart in a racing simulator, and a VR room. They're going to be doing some face painting and turkey art by J Atlas. <laughs> J Art Lab. J Atlas Art. Oh, these uh, these fine sponsors are loving this segment right now. <laughs> it's all happening on Saturday, November 18th. Erm, oh, great. It's November 18th from Turner Erm. 15. <laughs> 1445 South Meadows Parkway in Reno. Right now. I don't get high, but oh. I, <laughs> I wish I was. I wish that was my excuse. I just oh. I woke up like this. <sighs> so every day on Rad TV oh, at members.radradio.com, we uh, put a question of the day up during commercial breaks, and we wait for the end of the show so that we can uh, share all the answers from the great uh, from all of the great members at radradio.com, members.radradio.com, Rad TV. <laughs> I'm, You're almost there, man. I'm, I'm breaking down. <laughs> I see your facials. And for people watching on Rad TV, they can't see it's it. It's like my brain isn't firing on all synapses. <laughs> the question of the day today oh, was man. if you were stuck with a uh, smelling like a certain food for the rest of your life, what would it be? Oh. So many good choices and so many bad choices. Ooh, brownies. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, Freshly man. baked brownie. The ones with like the like, crunchy shell on the top. Yes. Oh. Yeah. Oh, Although everybody would want to eat me. <laughs> Well, that wouldn't be such a bad thing. Uh, we got this from Meg. Hey, Meg. She says, I have, if I had to smell like one food every day, it would have to be roasted garlic for two reasons. Oh. I love the smell. It makes me feel like I'm in, French, in a French bistro. Other people will get sick of it and leave me the hell alone. <laughs> Very true. Very yeah. That's a popular choice. We got this one from Jason. Hey, Jason. One smell I'd prefer for me would be garlic. Keep away. I don't want anybody or appreciate anybody near me. Oh. And uh, we got this one from Eric. Hi, E. If I had to choose on the scent that's based on food, I would say some kind of pastry. Most people can't resist the smell of something sweet in the bakery or a donut shop. And if all else fails, at least there's some fat chicks out there that will probably want to eat me up. <laughs> uh, have a great day. We'll be back tomorrow. Okay, that does it. Screw you guys. I'm going home. Talking poo is where I draw the line. Go on and go home, you fat chicken. Bye, diddly eye. So long.